Okay, good evening. We are about to begin. Okay, so today we're going to learn something different. Today, uh, tonight's class is dedicated to my <coughs> grandmother. So your site is to, was today. Chanatzivia Basrab Yecheskel. May your neshama have a very great aliyah. Big aliyah. It is chus of her soul. Okay. Tonight we're going to learn something very special. Sefer Lakute Levi Yitzchak. We've done it before. This is from the father of the of the Lubavitcher Rebbe of Levi Yitzchak, a master, master Makubal. It's more Kabbalah than it is Hasidus, so we have to expect that the that we're going to have less understanding in the depth of the concepts but rather we're going to study the map. And uh, it's just brilliant and very, very, very exciting way everything, come, everything comes together in such a magnificent way, even though it would be nice to really, really understand the concepts behind this magnificent, this mag- magnificent uh, piece of art that, the, uh, that he's going to present. He developed something so amazingly beautiful. It's just that, for me personally, when we understand the concepts and appreciate them fully as they are taught in Memoriam of Chasidus, then it's, of course, endlessly more richer. Um, tonight's class won't afford us the ability to be able to explain the ideas thoroughly the way they should, because first of all, it would take too long. Secondly, I start, I did some research, but didn't get a chance to find where these Kabbalistic idea, ideas are explained in the Hasidus. So the, um, but still, nevertheless, it's uh, it's different. It's a different style. We've done it already in the past. We did one this year before Chaydish Elul <coughs> or during Chaydish Elul. And we did it a few years ago, one on, on Purim, two, three years ago. Uh, it's a complete different style than we usually learn, but very, very special. Okay. So this is in the volume Lakuti Levi Yitzchak, the one that's called Lakutim Al Tanach Omaimar Chazal. These are gathering of teachings or writings. From, these are taken mainly from letters that he wrote primarily to his son, the Rebbe in which he wrote uh, different ideas in Kabbalah, different ideas in Hasidus. You see their correspondence of father to son. It just blows one's mind. Uh, the, the, the Rebbe's father was a completely innovative person. His style of learning is complete. See, there are, there are people sometimes who have innovation. They're great innovators. They have great ideas. It's one thing to have innovation. It's another thing to, to innovate a whole new way of learning. He didn't just innovate ideas. He innovated a whole method of learning, which is such brilliant innovation. And um, you see certain of his style in his son's teachings, which is the Rebbe's teachings. You see that he, the Rebbe gathered or in, incorporated into his into his style certain elements from his father and what comes across very strongly from his father is that the Torah is exact with utter, utter, utter precision 
And that's what you get when you learn Rabbi Yitzhak's Torah. Not just is the Chumash exact, the Tanakh exact, but every word that the sages said, Chazal, is so perfectly concise on levels far, far beyond, beyond we could ever imagine. In other words, something could be said on a simple level, but it has such mystical and mystical and mystical and mystical, deeper Kabbalistic meaning, and everything lines up perfectly. You see basically this unbelievable, um, you know, I don't know what the right word would be, everything just completely clicks and fits into this very, very, very beautiful, um, complete, it's very symmetric. It's very symmetric. It's unbelievable. Okay, in this particular piece, it's nothing to do with this week's parsha, as far as I can see, Vayako Pekudei, but I can't say nothing because there, there is maybe a little association, but it is, being that it's 30 days before Pesach, it does deal with the holiday of Pesach, with, with Pesach. It deals with Pesach and Sukkot, these two Yamim Tevim. So let's see. He begins by bringing us a passage of the Talmud, a piece of the Gemara. First of all, this was written on the 12th day of Shvat. Um, Pei Tes Berlin. Now, I don't know if the, the Rebbe's father, I don't, oh, probably in the year Pei Tes, Tafresh Pei Tes, that's when it was written, in the year Tafresh Pei Tes, um, and it, it would be surprising if it was written in Berlin. I did, the Rebbe, maybe it was written to Berlin because it was sent to the Rebbe, and the Rebbe, could have, the Rebbe was then at that time learning in Berlin. The Rebbe was studying in Berlin at that time. But usually when you write in a letter a, a, a city, you're writing the place where you're writing it from, not the right place that you're writing it to. So I would have to do a little more research on this. But in any case... In tractate Psachim, on page number five, they learned in the academy of Rabbi Yishmael. In the merit of three Rishons, three things that are first, they merited, the Jewish people are going to merit three firsts, three things that are called firsts. They're going to merit it because they keep three commandments that are associated with the first. Okay? Again, as a result of our observance of three mitzvahs that are associated with the first, we're going to see soon what they are, we merit three wonderful things that are associated with the first. Based, this is the idea of midah keneged midah, measure for measure. So when we do a mitzvah with the first, we get rewarded with something else associated with the first. What are the three things that we do as... So the Gemara doesn't say openly. Rashi explains what are the three mitzvahs that we do on the first. So Rashi says like this. It's the observance of Pesach, which the first day of Pesach is called the first. Ach on the first day, you should get rid of chametz and be chametz free, and for seven days you should be that way. So it says it uses the term Rishon first. So that's the first mitzvah. 
the observance of Pesach. The second mitzvah Rashi says is the observance of Sukkot, the mitzvah of Sukkot, which again, it's a seven-day holiday and then an eighth day, but the first day of Sukkot is called the Om Rishon, the first day. And then, in addition to that, the observance of the mitzvah of Lulav. That means Sukkot has a double first. There is the first of Sukkot, which is for the mitzvah of Sukkah, for the holiday of Sukkot, which is primarily the holiday of Sukkot is associated with Sukkah. But in addition to the first of the holiday, which is called Yoy, the first day of Sukkah, of Sukkot, as the holiday of Sukkot, in addition to that, there is the mitzvah of the four species, which those four types of plants that we hold together, the lulav, the esrog, the lulav, the hadas, the arava, when we hold these four species together, that too the Torah says, you should take it on the first day. So these are the three things of the first. Pesach, Sukkah, and Lulav. Okay. So as the merit of having these three mitzvahs, that we do, or we keep them, we merit to win three things associated with the first. Number one, to cut down, to destroy the descendants of Esav. Esav is called the first because he came out first. So, and we the Jewish people are subjugated and in, in exile. Tom Mashiach comes, we're in exile by, the, by Esav. So we hope one day that we're, we're going to be able to remove the yoke of Esav off our shoulders and be free. So we say that at the end of days, we're going to cut down the descendants of Esav. Esav is the first. The merit that we have to overcome the, for, the first of the klipa, the first of the unholy, which is Esav, is because of the mitzvah of Pesach, in which we keep the first. Now, the second thing is Lubinian Beis Amigdash, the building of the Beis Amigdash. That's in the merit of Sukkah. By being in the sukkah for seven days, and we fulfill the mitzvah. <coughs> Again, sukkah is also called the first. We merit to the base amikdash, which the base amikdash is also referred to as the first, as we're going to see soon. And the last one, ulishmoishel Moshiach. We merit the name of Moshiach, because Moshiach is also called the first. So we merit the destruction of evil, the building of the base amikdash, Ashlishi, the third temple, and the um, and and the name of Moshiach. So now the Gemara explains that these three things are called first. To destroy the descendants of Esau. It says the first one who is Esau. He was the first of the two brothers that were born. Esau was the first one. And he came out as a redhead. And then the building of the Beis HaMikdash. It says in the Pasuk that the Kisei HaKovid, Hashem's throne, Moroin is exalted, may reshine from the first place, the place of our Beis HaMikdash. So you see that the Beis HaMikdash, the place of our Beis HaMikdash, is called first. And again, so how do we merit that first? Through the mitzvah of Sukkah. And the name of Mashiach, the Siv, it says in the Pasuk, 
The first Tetzion, here they are. Who is the first Tetzion? The first Tetzion, Tzion is Yerushalayim. Those are the redeemers who are coming to redeem Tzion. Here they are. And you see they're called Rishayim, the first ones. So you see Mashiach is called the first. Good. So we have three Psukim relating the name, the word first to Mashiach, Beisam Migdash, and to Esav. And we merit to overcome that or to achieve that through the fulfillment of three mitzvahs associated with the first. Fine. I am Bepirish Rashi. Look in Rashi who explains now we're beginning. Till here he brings a quote from the Gemara. Now he tells you, I am Bepirish Rashi. First look in Rashi. Rashi is the one who, who explains what, the, what are the three mitzvahs that we do that are called first. That they are Pesach, Sukkah, and Lulav. Umar Shasha, look at the Marsha. Marsha is a great commentator on, on the parts of the Talmud and the parts of the Gemara that are agada. Agada means more medrash-like, story-like, and the like. So the Marsha, even though he, he's, a, he's a commentary on all of the Talmud, he, but he's exceptional when it comes to the Agadis. So the Marsha says like this. He doesn't bring what the Marsha says. But the Marsha draws a parallel. And he says like this. What's the connection of Pesach to destruction of Esau? Very simple. Pesach, what was the miracle of Pesach? God took us out from the enslavement of the Egyptians. They were enslaving us. Now we, in this exile, we also have an oppression. What do we have? Instead of the Egyptians, we're oppressed by, we're oppressed by the Romans and by the descendants of the Romans. Materializing, finally, uh, and the Rebbe's father was, was Nebuch, oppressed by the, by the Russians, by the Soviets. And then he died in exile after suffering tremendously from them. So we have to get rid of Esau. And the Russians were, the, the Soviets were red, mamish like Esau. And they, and they, they caused horrible tsaras for the Yid. So the Marsha says, what's the connection? Just like Pesach is a time that what? That we, that we overcome, we fight the powers of Esau, the power of, 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 of a foreign power that's enslaving us. So when the, if we keep Pesach appropriately and we commemorate the miracles that happened then, in our victory over our oppressors, so that will also help us in the current oppressor, which is Esau, that he too will be sub, uh, subdued. That's the, that's the connection of Esau to, the, to Pesach, to the first. To the first. Then the Marsha says, uh, regarding to the Beis HaMikdash and Sukkot, very simple. He says the Beis HaMikdash, the Sukkah is meant to shield us and protect us. It's a shelter. It's a Nanea Kovid. It's remembering to the Nanea Kovid, which represented the idea that the Shekhinah dwells amongst us. What, 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 did the, what, what did the clouds of glory indicate? The clouds of glory were indicative that the Shekhinah is dwelling amongst the Jewish people, that God is with us. That's why anybody that came and looked at the Jewish camp saw the cloud hovering. That means that Hashem is with them. Like you see many times, whenever Hashem appears, He appears in a cloud. So the cloud of glory represents Hashem's presence. So if we keep commemorating Sukkot, then the merit, what do we merit? We merit Beis HaMikdash, which Beis HaMikdash is the place where God dwells. So we're going to merit in the future, again Hashem dwelling amongst us. 
Thirdly, by taking the mitzvah of the Dalad Minim, he says the Dalad Minim are meant to increase joy. That's what they do. They bring simcha. The Pasuk says, Ulakachtem, you should take these things, Usamachtem, and you should be joyful in front of Hashem. These species of plants evoke joy. So by us doing the joyous mitzvah, we're going to merit, doesn't say, doesn't say we're going to merit Moshiach, we're going to merit the name of Moshiach, which he says the name of Moshiach is Menachem. And many, the Gemara, we're going to talk about the names of Moshiach later, but the name of Moshiach is Menachem, and Menachem means comforting, which is the same idea of joy, will make us happy after our happening, after our sadness. As we say, Samchenu, Hashem, bring us joy, like the days of our affliction. We were afflicted such a long time, now make us happy again. Well, the name of Mashiach, he is the Menachem who comes to comfort us and to console us. That's the connection to the Arbaminim, because the Arbaminim also take a broken heart after Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, we're a little, we got a little broken, because that's what we do, Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur. We break our, we have a little bit of a, of a slap down. We, 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 not, we, we, we bring ourselves to tshuva, and now we need, and it comes Sukkot, and we're happy. We, 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 we unleash the joy. Oh, so therefore we get the, the name of Moshiach, which is all about joy. That is what the Marshal says. Now, what are the three first that we're supposed to keep? The first day of Pesach. And then the first day of the rest of Sukkot, the holiday of Sukkot. And then also the first day of Lulav, which is it's the same day, really. The first day of Sukkah is really the first day of Lulav, but still they're two separate mitzvahs, so they're considered like two firsts. And like it says, you should take for yourselves on the first day. Okay. Once we have that, that's the basis. Now let's turn over the page. So now he says like this, to understand and to appreciate what's happening over here on a deeper level. So here is the way it works. When it says Rishon, it says in the merit of three Rishons. So first of all, you should know like this, he says Kabbalistically, when you say first, so what's the level, spiritual level, godly level that's called first? The first of the spherot. The first of the spherot we most of the time associate that with Chachma. But really, because we don't count Keser. Keser is not counted as part of the Sviras. It's above the Sviras. But in many places, and many other Kabbalistic counts, Keser is considered the first of the Sviras. Chachma is the second. And Bina is the third. And you don't count Das. Das is, kind of fades out into the background. So Keser is the first. So therefore, when we say like the beginning, what's Rishon? Rishon is the first level. What's the first level? Now, it's, now, Kesser is not God. The Eberster infinitely transcends Kesser. But Kesser is the first beginning of revelation. The beginning of revelation. Chachma, the ten spheros are already particular revelation. Chachma is already a specified revelation. Kesser is still an undefined revelation, but it's already, it's, it's the beginning that later there will be a revelation. Interesting, in one of the explanations of the, the meaning of the word keser, besides meaning crown, the word keser also means wait a little bit. Be patient. Kisra, wait. What does that mean? It's like, you know, today I was on the airplane again. 
and and uh, you know we, we landed. And the, the thing about um, LAX, maybe people are going to be happy to hear this because if you experience this, you'll know. Whenever you get onto a plane from New York, flying back here or whatever, coming from the east, it happens to me every time. They always announce that we're going to have very good time. We're going to reach we're going to reach twenty minutes early. We're going to get to the gate. We look like we're going to do very... We're leaving on time, on time. The departure, we're actually 20 minutes ahead of time. So you land in LAX, and almost all the time, we always land 20 minutes, 30 minutes early. But for whatever reason, you're not going to get off the plane till 10 minutes after you... Not, not 10 minutes after you land. 10 minutes after the time you were supposed to land, which means you're going to end up sitting on the tarmac for half an hour. As I use this. Over here in Los Angeles, I have it all the time. You leave, you, you land early, but they make you wait. For whatever reason, if you land early, the, the gate is not available. So you sit and you wait, and you wait, and you wait, and you wait. But then you're looking, you're looking for a sign, because now you sat already six hours, you're already antsy, and you want to get off the plane already. But you're, 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 you're looking, and there's no... So, so then there are certain signs where you hear something, a light going on, whatever. So that's kind of indicating that soon we're going to move. So it creates a certain like anticipation. Oh, something is about to happen. Like people are waiting for a show to begin, and the show is not starting. But then you see them, somebody walk out from behind the from behind the curtains, and he's moving the mic. So something like this, you know that oh, it's going to start soon. So that's like a sign something is going to happen. So Kesser is an indication. Kesser, we don't know Kesser. Kesser is told it's ain't so. So we can't. We have no. There's no grasp and understanding in Kesser. But something eventually is going to come. From Kesar will come the ten spheros, the ten attributes. It's almost like the, it's like the source from where the spheros come from. And for that reason, Kesar is already considered the, the beginning of the revelation. And that's why it's number one. It's not number zero, it's number one. So and what's Rishon? Rishon is number one. So whenever you see the concept of Rishon, you know we're referring to Kesar. In a Rishon, Koyala Keser. Rishon refers to Keser. Ki Keser, whose Sphira HaRishoyna. Keser is the first Sphira, it's the first attribute. Upartsuf HaRishoyna. It's also the first configuration. When we count Spheros, we count ten Spheros. When we count configurations, we say Keser is its own configuration. Chachma and Bina have their own configuration. Parts of Abba. Though actually... Chachma is its own configuration. There are five configurations. Kesar is one configuration. Chachma is the next configuration. Bina is the next. The Ze'er Anpin is the, is the fourth. And Malchus is the last. So there are five levels. And Kesar in that sense is also the first. So in terms of Sfirot, it is the first. And in terms of a Partsuf, which is a configuration of many Sfirot together, Kesar is also considered the first. And that's why it's called Rishon. The same is um, the, the, the letter Aleph. So he's saying Rishon. Rishon means first. Now in the Aleph base, what's the first letter? Is Aleph. And we know that the letter Aleph is also indicating Keser. It's hinted to in the word Aleph. Aleph. Number one, it's number one of the Aleph Beis. First of all, all the osios, all the letters, what, what do you need letters? Letters are all about revealing. Without words, you can't reveal anything. 
a person wouldn't need speech for himself. The whole concept of letters is to convey things, to, re, to, to reveal. Oh, so what is Aleph? Aleph means the first revelation. So therefore it's referring to Kesar. Also you can hint it to in the, in the word Aleph. If you take the letters Aleph and you rearrange them, you get the word, you have Aleph Lamed Pei. Aleph Lamed Pei spelled Pele. Pele means a wonder. Kesar is still higher than the intellect. So in Kesar, as I said earlier, there's no grasp, there's no understanding. Kesar is still Ein Sof. So when it comes to Kesar, we know we, have, we just wonder about it. It's beyond the scope of anybody's understanding, even Moshe Rabbeinu. No one can understand Kesar. Kesar is Ein Sof. That's why Aleph is the letter Pela. So the Chain Aleph, Shuhu Oisarishan the Aleph, which is the first letter of the Aleph, is Roim is al Kesar, is indicative of Kesar, indicates, signals Kesar. Let's take a look. He says, take a look at the first four letters. Aleph, Beis, Gimel, Dalit. They These four letters, Aleph, Beis, Gimel, Dalit, they give you the entire scope of all the spheros. Aleph is singular. In number, Aleph is one. So that's Kesar. Kesar is one. Beis is two. And two represents Chachm and Bina, which, are, which always are together. They're two. They're twins. As we know, Chachm and Bina are like a couple, father and mother. They're, they're, they're a couple. They don't walk. It's not singular. It's already two. Gimel represents the three emotions. Chesed, Gevurit, Teferis. Over there, there are three already. In the emotional level, in, in the intellect, there are mainly two. Das fades in the back. It's not really so pronounced. It's Chachma and Bina, a couple. But when it comes down to the emotions, it becomes three. Chesed, Gevurit, Teferis. So that's Gimel. Dalid are the last four spheros. Netzach hod yesod malchus. They're called nehim. Netzach hod. So that's dalit. That's four. So they're called nehim. Nun is for netzach. Hey is for hoid. Yud is for yesod. And mem is for malchus nehim. So you see the way it works is like a paradigm. Aleph on the top. One. Keser. Then two. Um, Beis, which is two, is chachma and bina. And gimel is ches, chesed gevurit teferes. And Dalit, Netzachod, Yesod, Malchus. And that makes up all the ten spheres. So, but what is, he, what is he trying to bring out from here? That Aleph, which is the first letter of the Aleph base, is indicating Kesser. So you see, Kesser is called Rishon, the first. Kiyoisius, Aleph base, Gimel, Dalit, Roimzim, spheres. They all indicate the ten spheres. How? Aleph, Kesser. Aleph is indicative or symbolizes Kesser. Shir Pashit, a simple shir, whether shir means a song or it's a, it's a, it's a Kabbalistic term that we refer to. Beis, Chachme, Bina, Shir, Kafel, they're called a double shir. Gimel, Chagas, Chesed, Gevurit, Teferes, Shir, Meshulosh, it's a triple shir. And Dalet, Netzachot, Yisoyed, Malchus, Shir, Meruba. Now, exactly why it's called shir, I didn't get a chance to figure that out. But Al-Kopon, Shir can either, yeah. V'zehu, Shetevas, now, based on that, if we say that Rishon is always indicative of Keser, now the three mitzvahs that we said before are all mitzvahs that are associated with Biyom Rishon, the first day. First day of Pesach, first day of Sukkah, first day of Lulam. They're all called Biyom Rishon. So that means that these mit- on those days we're accessing Keser light. We're connecting, we're plugging into Keser. That's why he says, the word Bayom Harishon, 
which is the first day, is the exact gematria of Kesar. The word Bayoim Harishon. So, Vizau Shatev is Bayoim Harishon, like it says by, by Lulav. Vulakachtem Lochem, you should take for yourself Bayom Harishon on the first day. So, Bayom Harishon is Gematria 620, which is Kesar. Gematria Kesar. You don't have to do the math because I did the math today. Okay? I did my calculations on the plane. So, Bayoim Harishon is exactly 620. So, because Bayom Harishon, that's the level of Kesar. Okay, so if it's the le- level of Kesar, how come we have three times Rishon? What do we say? Kesar is only one. It's a singular thing. It's different than Chachma. Chachma, Chachma comes with a partner. Chachma Bina. Chesed, Gevurit, Teferis is three. But Aleph is one. So how come we have... If you say Yom Kippur is, is, is Kesar, I understand. One day. One singular day. But here you're saying, first day Sukkis. Uh, sorry, first day Pesach, first day Sukkis, first day Lula. And they're all called by Yom Arishon. So you have to say that in Kesar itself, there's three, la- there's three in Yonim. So therefore he brings, Vishloisha Rishon, and the three Rishons that we're talking about, who are Gimel B'chinoi Shebe You see, one thing you get when you learn Kabbalah, are the three elements in Kesar. One thing you get when you start learning a little more Kabbalistic, is you realize that everything is very complex. It's not like, oh yeah, if you got the spheres, uh, <laughs> very multi-layered and multi-multi-dimensional and so many different aspects depends from which angle you're looking at it and so on and so forth. So even though we're saying Kesar is singular, but within Kesar there's the, 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 the Arizal discusses three elements in Kesar. We're used to thinking usually two elements in Kesar. The Pneumius of Kesar, which we learned about so many times, is called Atik Yomen, Ancient of Days. That's the innermost of Kesar. That's where Kesar is just completely submerged in the Ein Sof, in the pure Ein Sof. And then there is the external part of Kesar, which is called Erech Anpin, the long face. Here he's saying that Kesar has three elements, not two. So, what we, so therefore I want to explain is like this. What he's talking about over here, when he's referring to Kesar, for, 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 what, for our discussion today, it's the lower part of Kesar, the more external part of Kesar, because the inner dimension of Kesar is not called Rishon. Because Rishon means Rishon, and then there's going to be a second one. There's first and there's second. You don't say on something that it's the first. If, I, if someone walks into the room, Naima came before, and I, said, and I would say, oh, you're the first one here tonight. That's because I'm expecting that we're at least going to have one more. <laughs> so there's going to be a two. Or else, what am I saying? The first, you're the first. You're the first. It's only possible on the first if there is going to be a second. Right? If there's going to be a third, there has to be someone else. So, the 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 uh, kesser is so removed from from revelation. It's so removed from any kind of perception, understanding, and an energy that the world can handle. That the question is: is it is it considered already the first that something else will come from it that's closer? to us. So we say like this, Kesar itself, the inner part of Kesar, is not called Rishon. Because you can't call that the first, because when you have that, you don't have anything yet. Hashem is still so hidden and so in Himself, and so incomprehensible, that nothing can even come from that, that's, a, that's the beginning of creation. 
So therefore, the pnimius of Kesar, and that's the meaning of Atik Yomen. Atik Yomen means it's, Atik comes from the word Netak. It's removed from worlds, from Yomen, from days. It has nothing with the spheroth. It's not even a source for the spheroth. If it's not even a f- source for the attributes, we can't call it first. So when we're saying Kesar is called first, we mean the second level of Kesar, which is the external part of Kesar, called Erech Anpin. Let's look at the words Erech Anpin. Erech means it's long. Long, the true meaning of long means what? It's infinite. It's long. The true meaning of long is it never ends. So if it never ends, then it doesn't have any connection to Sefiro, to attributes, because it's ain't so. No, but it's still considered face. The fact that it's a face, what's a face? A face means already a revelation. It has already some design, because it's a face. Oh, so it's a contradiction. It's two opposites. It's infinite still. It's erech. It's long. But, um, but what you see from here is it's already at least a source for something. As opposed to uh, Atik Yomim, it's not even a source. So therefore, let's move the Atik Yomim to the, to the side now, which we're not talking about that. When he says there are three levels in Keser, he means in erech anpin, in that face, in the head, in Keser, which is the head, which is Rishon. Rishon also comes from the word Rosh, head. In Kes, the Chitzoni is the external part of Kes, which is called Erech Ampen. It has three parts to it. What are the three parts to it? So in Kabbalah it says like this, that Erech Ampen has within it Keser Shebe Keser, the crown, the level of crown of crown. Then it has in it the level of Chachma Shebe Keser. And Let's understand something. This cannot be, this is not Chachma. This is way, way, way above Chachma of Atsilus, the Chachma of a revealed Chachma. The revealed Chachma emerges from this through a tiny little hair. That's how disconnected, that's how infinitesimally nothing and small Chachma is. The great Chachma of Atsilus, the Yud of God's name, the Yud of Hashem's name, Yud Kevavke, is, is already. It's, it's Chachma, it's already defined, it's a sphere, it's an attribute. This hidden Chachma in Keser is still Keser, it's Ein Sof. But it's already Keser with a, with a tilt to Chachma. It's, it's, Keser generally has potential for anything, because it's Ein Sof. But this potential is potential for Chachma, not potential for something else. Chachma Shebe Keser. And, and now let me name that. That Chachma of Keser is referred to as Moyach Stima. It's considered the concealed Moach. The conce- Moach means brain. So Chachma, regular Chachma, as one of the ten spherot, as one of the ten attributes, regular Chachma, as one of the ten, is called Chachma Hagluya, revealed Chachma. This is called Moyach Stima, the concealed Chachma, because it's wisdom and a level. That to understand how concealed this chachma is, just that you want to get it. When Rabbi Akiva was being tormented at the end of his life, he was already a hundred and so years old, an old man, Rabbi Akiva, the Rebbe of all the Jewish people. When the Romans went and they they combed his his skin off his body, they ripped his flesh off his body. Such such horrible brutality and, and, and torture of Rabbi Akiva with combs of, of steel. Moshe Rabbeinu saw that. How Moshe Rabbeinu cried out to God, and he said, 
I brought the Torah to the world for this. He's the one person who, who, who learned the Torah in a way like no other human being, to the point that Moshe Rabbeinu felt when he saw Rabbi Akiva teaching Torah, that, that Hashem should have given the Torah through Rabbi Akiva, not through him. He felt inferior to Rabbi Akiva in Torah knowledge. So Moshe Rabbeinu cries out to God, and he says, what are you doing? How do you let them do this to Rabbi Akiva? And God says to him, Shtoik! Quiet. Don't ask. This is what arose in my thought. So what does that mean, God saying, I'm just being plain stubborn, I don't have a reason? Just don't ask. God was saying there is a reason. A reason that... But where is the reason? Moshe Rabbeinu's level was Chachma. He attained the highest Chachma. But his level was Chachma, revealed Chachma. The reason that God was talking about that he has over here was from Chachma Stima, from the Chachma in Kether, in such a high, deep level. And to that level, even though Moshe is the revealed Chachma, which the revealed Chachma comes from the concealed Chachma, yet it was so beyond Moshe that Moshe, Moshe couldn't even... Hashem is not even saying, let's talk about it, let me try to explain it, or let me give you a clue. Hashem tells Moshe Rabbeinu, Shtoik, silent, don't even search it, don't even try to know this, because you will never know this. You can't know this. So what do you see from here? The distance between the concealed Chachma and the revealed Chachma. So Chachma Stima, the concealed Chachma, is Chachma of Keser, but where is it in? It's part of Keser. So these are two levels. One is the Keser. Now, in Kabbalah it says, the higher level, the Keser of the Keser, is called Galgalta. It's called the skull. It's like a, just like a head, the skull. Now, the Keser, reg, the Pneumius of Keser, Atik Yoimen, is like the crown that goes on top of the skull. It's not part of the body. It's like above, completely removed. It just sits on top, but it's not part of the body. Like we said earlier, that that level can't even be called first. It's not first, it's prior to first. So in, 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 in terms of using the physical example of a crown to symbolize it, because just like a crown is not part of the body, so Kesser can't even be considered like part of the revelation. It's still beyond it. That's the, that's the Pneumius of Kesser. But the Chitzonius of Kesser is like the head, which is already part of what's going to come. Now, the, 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 and I said, what did we say over here? There's three parts to Kesser. One is the Galgalta, which is the skull. The other one is Moyach Stima, the, conce- the concealed brain. That's like a brain. Where's the brain? Inside the skull. And the skull goes around the brain. In the body. The brain is inside the skull. And skull. Go to those are two levels. What's the third level? So the Eitz Chaim, the Arizal says, that between the brain... And the skull, first there is a membrane around the, around the brain. You look into a human brain and a human head. Around the brain there is a membrane, a special cover. And then between the cover and the actual skull, there is air, empty space. That empty space is not just empty, it's not nothingness. That empty space is, is, is the third level of Kesem. So what we really have is the highest level of Kesser is the, the skull, Galgalta. And that's like the Kesser Shebe Kesser. That's the ultimate. It's the Makif of the Makif, the ultimate Makif. 
Then inside that is another makif, that's the ear. It's called avira. It's the ear. And that too is higher than the next level, the third level, which is the lowest, is in keser. It's chachmas tima, the concealed chachm. Not that it's low, because we said before that it's higher, ain't so much higher than even Moshe Rabbeinu in his highs can't even dare try to understand that. But yet, in Kesser itself, it's considered the lowest level of Kesser. Chachma Shebe Kesser. Okay? So the, the, the Arizal says these are the three main levels that there are in Kesser. Based on this, and when we're going to speak about it and understand it a little better soon, but I'm just giving, we can understand why there are three ratios. There are three days Pesach, Sukkah, and Lula. Why are there three? Rishon is Keser. Rishon is Keser. But since it says that wow, that there are three dimensions in Keser itself, the skull, the, the ear, the space, the ear space, and then there is the, the brain, the moyach stima, so, so too, these three mitzvahs, as we're going to see, are connecting to these three levels. And that's why we have three mitzvahs, as we're going to see. Now, um, the three rishons are the three levels that are in Kesar. What are they? Chesamach. You see that? What we're holding by Chesamach. Look inside. Chesamach. Chesamach stands for Chachmastima, the lower, the, the concealed Chachma, the concealed wisdom. The next one, Avira. The next one is the ear, the space, the ear. And the next one is Galgalta, which is the skull. Okay? So the way he gives it to you is from the lower to the higher. Okay? Now, Now he's going to connect why these three days, these three mitzvahs, and these, uh, these three, what does the Gemara say? When we keep these three mitzvahs, these are the three rishos. Oh. So he's going to show you how each one refers to another level of keser. The first day of Pesach, who pchenes chach mestima. It's the revel. Pesach was a revelation of keter of crown. That's what was revealed in. Pe- We're going to see soon. That's why it was infinite. Keser is infinite. That's why there was an infinite revelation of God. But that infinite revelation was different than by, let's say, the giving of the Torah. By the giving of the Torah, Hashem wasn't patching anybody. God wasn't destroying anything. Hashem wasn't breaking anybody. He was just revealing himself with love and light. But by Pesach, the revelation was he killed all the firstborn Egyptians. And then later he drowned all the other ones. So you see there was an element of judgment over here. In Keser, there's no judgment. In Keser, there's no judgment. But in Chachma of Keser, there is judgment. Because in order for Keser to translate to Chachma, there has to be a tzimtzum. Because keser is ain't so chachma, even though we're not talking about real chachma over here, actual chachma. We're talking about a potential for chachma. Let me give an example for what chachma stima means in the human experience. In our experience, the way it's explained is like this. We have chachma. Chachma is the first flash. The first idea, the, 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 the lightning, the boom, the, the flash of light that comes. What's the chachma stima? Chachma stima is... The, not the seichel, 
but the koach that produces the seichel, which we don't know where, what that is. No one knows what that is. Whenever you're, when, you're, when, you're, when, you're, when, you're, when you're perplexed, when you come to a situation where you don't understand something, and you're really, really just standing, you don't know what to do. You don't know. It could be, it can be in, in deep, deep learning, or it can be in any situation. You know, you're in a situation where you can't figure out how are you going to work, make the time work today because you have a few different things that need to get done and they're clashing with each other. Right? It happens many times, right? You have a few things that need to get done and you're trying to figure out how God help me now. I don't know what to do. How am I going to get this done? How am I going to... And you're trying to like... And suddenly you have a boom. So the flash, that's the chacham. But when you have that flash, you realize that that flash came from somewhere. Do you know where that, can, can you identify that, where it came from? Where it came from, you don't know. The only thing you know is from the fact that you had a flash, it had to come from somewhere. But the place where it came from is utterly unknown to us. That's called the koach maskil. There is seichel and there is maskil. Maskil means what makes seichel, what produces seichel. But we don't know, why don't we know what it is? Because it is so hidden in our soul, in our essence of our soul, that we don't, we don't, we don't know our... And you know why we don't know what it is? You know why we can't sense it? Because it's not Seichel. It's still the simple, pure soul. It's not Seichel. If it would be Seichel, if it would be intellect, if it would be, if it would be that you have a bunch of secret ideas deep inside, and now it's just flashing out, then you would sense it. The reason you don't sense it is because it's not ideas, it's not concepts. It's a power to produce ideas, but it's not ideas. So what is it? It's nothing. It doesn't weigh anything. <laughs> That's why you don't feel it. It doesn't have any, when I say it doesn't have any weight, I mean it doesn't even have spiritual weight. It doesn't have any identity. It's still very simple. Yet it's the koach of keter, of keser, to produce chachma. That's why it's called chachma stima, the concealed chachma. The chachma that's still in keser. Oh, but still. Let's see. Since it's the potential to produce intellect, produce ideas, you're already stepped away from the purity of the neshama. Because the purity of the soul is still so simple, it's not a source for anything. It's not a source for... The, why, is it, why is it producing intellect? Why isn't it producing uh, eyesight? Why isn't it producing uh, hearing? Why isn't it producing different things? It's producing intellect. It's producing ideas, chachma, wisdom. Why? So you see that it's already bent. It's not so completely simple. If it would be totally simple, and when I say simple, I mean undefined, then it could produce anything. Why is it a, why do we call it koach hamaskil? Maskil means it's a manufacturer of seichel. It produces seichel. Ah, it's the factory of seichel. If it's the factory of seichel and it's not producing something else, it's not producing emotions. Producing intellect. So what do you see from here? It has already a certain... A certain definition. Oh! For a simple soul that has no definition, to suddenly be defined has to come through a powerful simtsum contraction. That's why it says that chachmastima, even though it's part of keser, which in general we know keser is... No tzimtzum, no contraction. It's, it's ain't sof. But the chachma of keser has tzimtzum, has contraction. And because of the... We'll see soon that where, that where that tzimtzum comes from, comes from a very high place. But still it has tzimtzum. 
Once it has symptoms, it means it has din. And that's why on Pesach, what did that din do? The din coming from Kesser, it broke the Egyptians, it smashed them. So Pesach is a revelation, not just of Kesser, Chochma Shebe Kesser was revealed on Pesach. That means that the energy of Pesach is associated to this particular attribute. Not just Kesser. Now how do we know Bechlal that on Pesach there was a revelation of Kesser? Because when we say in the, in the Haggadah, what do we say? Why do we eat the matzah? What do we say? Matzah zushanu oichna. What do we eat the matzah? Alshum, because they didn't have enough chance for the challah to rise, for the, for the dough to rise. Ah, chenigla leim, until it was a, he revealed himself upon them. Melech malche hamlochem hakodesh baruch. So he's going to explain to what does this mean? Melech the king, malche the king's, Hamalachim of kings. This is the, simply it means the king who is the king of all, over all kings. But it says three times Melech. Melech, Malche, Hamalachim. He's the Melech, he's on top. Over Malche, over two kings. Hamalachim over other kings. So in Kabbalah it says like this. Melachim, that's Malchus, and Malchus is a king. And Ze'eranpin is also called king. They're Melachim. Malchei, who is Malchei? Chachma and Bina are called a higher level of kings. And who's the Melech? That's Keser. So you see that Melech, Malchei, Amalachim is the fifth level. Because the other two are, Melachim are two, Malchei is two, it's four, and Keser is the fifth level on the top. So Keser was revealed. But in Keser itself, it was which part of the brain, which part of the head? It was the Moach, the, the Pesach, as he says. Uh, the Pesach, the hidden Chach. Why? The king of all kings, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, God himself, and he redeemed them. Melech Malcheyam Lachem, who Keser. The Melech Malcheyam Lachem, that's Keser. Ki Malachim, because Malachim is Zayin Vav Nun, stands for Zuchre Venukva, Female and male, or male and female, which is the masculine emotions and the feminine malchus. Fine. Malchei, what is Malchei? Double king. Chachma and Bina. They're atop there. And Melech, Keser. But, but which level of Keser was revealed on Pesach? The hidden Chachma that's in Keser. Like it says, how do we know that it was the Chachmas One of the things that, that the Jewish people experienced on Pesach by night was they had the greatest fear ever. On the one hand, it was just a moment of exhilarating love, but on the other, on the other hand, it was such a, such a powerful fear that it knocked, because they felt God for the first time, but God was revealed in this world. It knocked their socks off. It was so powerful. So powerful was the fear that even the bread felt the fear. As the Alter Rebbe explains, we learned this when we learned Pesach, the reason why the dough didn't rise was not because they didn't have time, because they went so swiftly. The Rebbe says the amount of time that the dough was dough was longer than 18 minutes, without a doubt. 
because they had to travel. They made their doughs, then they traveled from Ramses to Sukkot. And then even if they, let's say they got there, they had to go set up their ovens. How long does it take to set up an oven or what? And heat up the oven. And then put the bread in. So either way, even if you're going to say they went very quickly, the Jews had to all gather together and go and then unpack and then take out their ovens. Or if they had mobile ovens, whatever they had. And light the fire and get it hot enough and then put the, put the bread in. It's way more than 18 minutes. It should have risen. If you leave dough unattended, it rises. It becomes chametz. So the Rebbe explains the reason it didn't become chametz was because of the godly revelation. There was such a powerful revelation of Hashem that everybody, all the egos, everybody went flat. And even the bread didn't have an ego to be able to fluff up. In front of God, it remained flat. Powerful fear. Now in, in, uh, in Hasidus it is discussed that there's two levels of fear. There's feminine fear and masculine fear. Feminine fear is a fear that we can, we, we're like the recipients. And the difference is the, the feminine fear is called Yira. Isha Yirat Hashem. Yira is feminine fear. Masculine fear is called Mora. Mora, different word. Yira is feminine fear. Mora. In the Agada we say Ubemora Gadol. And with great fear. Zegilui Shechina, the revelation of Shechina. So it's explained like this. I mean, one of, one of the difference between the feminine fear and the masculine fear is feminine fear means we fear God from our perception of what a great king he is. So the fear and the awe is coming from, from us conjuring up in our minds that he ought to be afraid, that, we, that, 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 he is, that he is magnificently great, that we ought to be scared and awed by him. And, we, and, and not just we ought to be, we, we actually feel the awe. But then there's another kind of a thing. There's a person fearing the king because he imagines the king's greatness. There's another way when suddenly the door in his house opens up and ten, ten officers come walking in and they're all standing like this and then the king walks in suddenly like without any announcement and the king is there. And suddenly you see the czar just walked into your bedroom. <laughs> the fear is like... It's the fear coming from above. That's called masculine fear. In this case, by, by, by Yetzirah Mitzrayim, God appeared. It wasn't like they imagined Hashem's greatness. Hashem, Hashem just opened up and revealed Himself down here. And it was moira gada. Oh. So fear is associated with, let's understand it. Fear is associated with gvura, din, judgment. Keser, is primarily chesed. Keser is primarily kindness. If there's any gevura in keser, if there's any gevuring, it's only in the in the moyach stima of keser. In the chachma of keser, there there is gevura. As I said earlier, because in order to have in order to have moach stima chachma in keser, there has to be gevura. There has to be contraction, because or else it would be just chesed. So the main quality of chesed, of keser, is usually chesed. That's the expansion. But in the moyach stima of keser, which is the, the shoresh of, of chachma, which in general, let's understand something. 
The Chachmas Dima is the source of what we called Or Pnimi. Keser is generally Or Makif. Or Makif means an encompassing light. Infinite, it's not. But Moyach Stima is the source of intellect. What's the source of it? Intellect means it's an internalized, it's light that comes into a vessel. You can absorb it, you can understand it. Oh, that's why Moyach Stima is the Or Pnimi in Keser. Within Keser, it's the internalizing light. If it's the internalizing energy, Every orpanimi means it has to go into a keli, requires gvura to limit and to constrict the energy so that it can go into a vessel. So even though we're dealing with levels here that are still ain't sof, but within the ain't sof, it's already considered a gvura contraction. That gvura contraction also, once you have gvura, creates fear, moira gadol. So on Pesach, there was a revelation of Moira Gadol. The way the Shekhinah revealed himself was not in a very like calm, revealed, like a calm, fluidy type of a revelation. It came in a force. It had an element of intensity to it, which that intensity, that intensity is the Gevura, as he explains over here. Um, like it says, is the revelation of the Shechina. Great fear, is the higher fear. It's masculine. It's the Chachmestima. Sheshom, what did I tell you earlier? That in Chachmestima is the powers of Gevura. But which gevura? Shesham gevura da'atik. We know the order of the way things work above is that the higher spherot, the higher levels, are mislabesh. They enclose themselves in the lower. So, right? Whatever is higher gets enclosed in the lower. The lower becomes like a garment for the higher. So, keser, the lower element of keser, which is what? Erech Anpin becomes a lavush for Atik Yomen. So we say like this, in Atik Yomen itself, even though Atik, it's amazing, even though Atik Yomen, the in, innermost of Keser is, for all argument purposes, it's purely Einsof. So there's no Sefirot there. It's not even a source for Sefirot. Yet we say that in there, there is Chesed of Atik and Gevura of Atik. <laughs> That's the problem always when we're learning Chasidus. We're saying, no, in Atik Yomen, there is no na- there's no days. That's why it's called Atik Yomen, removed from days. It's not even a source of a source of a source. It's removed, removed, removed. So it doesn't have any sphere of Yet, and we turn over the page, and what do we find? Chesed the Atik and Gemurah the Atik. That means there's levels and levels of subtlety and subtlety and subtlety. So, Barakopanim, there is a concept of Chesed of Atik and Gemurah of Atik. Now, the, the Chesed of Atik Yomen, the ability of Atik Yomen to, to expand, to, 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 to go, to, 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 to reveal itself, and to be, that, that encloses itself in the Galgalta, in the, in the skull of Kesar, in the Erech Anpin element of Kesar. The Gvura of Atik, the ability that there is in Kesar to contract, that Gvura element of Atik is what causes the, encloses itself in the moyach stima, in the mochen, in the moyach, in the concealed moch. Because what did we say earlier? In the moyach stima, that's the source of 
light going into light going into vessels, like the brain, where light goes into vessels. It's the source of an orpanimi of an internal light. So it comes out that in Moyach Stima is contained within him Shasham Gvura da Atik. Over there is the Gvura of the level of Atik. That's where the great fear comes from. And this is the reason also. Now he's going to tell us a bunch of fascinating things. This is the reason why on the first day of Pesach, we start saying the special blessing for do. First day of Pesach, by Musaf, we, make, we open up the Sefer Torah and we say special blessings. Uh, we start saying Morid Hatal. And we know it's a very, very powerful time in which the gates of heaven are flowing and that's a time you can ask for anything. Very powerful time during Musaf, the first day of Pesach. Why? I know, now we'll understand why. Because on the first day of Pesach, Meir Chachmas is because the level of Chachmas shines on that day, Chachma of Kes. And that's where Tal comes from. That's the level of Du. That's where do comes from. Do doesn't only mean do a little raindrop in the morning. Do means all the blessings that come along with it. It's like the godly blessings. How do you know do is so great? Yitzchak, when he benched, when he benched uh, Yaakov, the great blessing. Everything was the tal. Right? That's where the do is. Why? Because the concealed chachma the the concealed level of Chachma is called the Tal the Bedulcha of Crystal. It's a, it's a discussion in Zohar. It's a term in Zohar that talks about Tal the Bedulcha. That's the highest level. That's where Tchias Amesim comes from. It's from this dude that's going to drip, going to resurrect the dead. Tal the Bedulcha. Now, that means if, if the first day of Pesach we say Tal, makes now sense. Why Dafka the first day of Pesach? Because which particular level is associated with this, with this, with this level of Tal, with the source of Du, at Tal the Bedulcha, is Moyach Stima. And when is Moyach Stima revealed? First day of Pesach. In Keser itself. Sukkot is a whole different energy we're going to see so. But in Pesach, it's this level. The Yesh Loimar, now the Rebbe's father adds, and this is the reason why in the liturgy, in the Siddur, in the liturgy that we say on the first day of Pesach, we say a special blessing for Du, who I'll say their Tashrak. You know, the Siddur, we don't realize how deep secrets there are in the Siddur. Secrets and secrets. So when you come to the special things that we say for Tao, the Chazan the says this in the repetition of, of Shmona Esrei. Right before he's, he, he's going to get to Moreda um, Tal, um, uh, right before he did. So he, he, he sings with a, Chazan usually sings with a nice tune. He sings like one, two, three, four, five, six paragraphs. And at the end of each paragraph, everybody calls out Bital with Tal. It's usually sung with a nice song. And then afterwards, he announced, for blessing and not for a curse, for life and not the opposite of life, for for, for plenty, and not for, not for famine. 
basically that's what it said. Everybody says, Amen. And then, so now in this song, I never noticed this. The, each one of these five paragraphs begin with the word Tal. You're asking for Tal. But the next words is made up of Tain. It says Tal Tain. So the first word is Tain. You should give. L'ratzis artzach to to uh, to uh, appease the land. The land needs tal, so give tal. But you look, you see, it's made in many half sentences, where each one of these half sentences begin with another letter of the olive base, but it works its way from the back, from tough, shin, reish, kuf. The first phrase is ta, tain l'ratzis artzach is tough. The next half a phrase is Shiseni bracha b'ditzach is shin. Then we go Roiv begins with Reish. Roiv dagon. Koimeim ir ba cheftzach is kuf. That's the first paragraph. The next paragraph. Tzave is tzadik. Peri. It works basically. You'll, look, you'll see in a cinder. It works its way. Tav, shin, Reish, kuf, tzadik, pei. The last words are anna tafek laratzayin. It works its way all the way back to the Aleph. Aleph is the last. Why? Why is it? I understand you're writing, a lot of times, Ashrei is also by the order of Aleph base. Many things we say in our piyutim follow the Aleph base. But this time it's the Aleph base backwards. And the reason is because as we said earlier, um, where now Tal comes from a place called Moyach Stima. Moyach Stima, its power, its force, is not the power of expansiveness, which is Chesed, it's the power of Gevura. The difference between Chesed and Gevura is Chesed is expansive energy upward, like water, and Gevura is returning, rebounding energy, going back up, like fire. So since you're working backwards, the letters work the other way, Tav, Shin, Resh. It's in an order from the back to the front, not the order front to the back. Also, in Gevura, the way Gevura works, Gevura limits. Gevura is all about what? Giving less and less, constricting. Oh, so the first letters that evolve are the richer letters. And then it becomes less and less and less. So in a sense, tough is a very rich letter. Because if I, if I give you, if I bill you tough, that means you have to pay me $400. If I bill you a reish, shin, now that means I, you only have to give me $300. If I bill you with a reish, you only have to give me 200 If I bill you with a kuf, that means the, la- the latter letters are more. So when you're going from tough shun, reish, it's showing on a, mini- on a diminishment of the energy, becoming less, less. According to this, the aleph is the weakest letter. Because it's got less, it's only one. You're working from higher to lower. Tough shin, reish, kuf, from more to less. The Yeshulaimar. Zehu Seder Acharizim. This is the order of the way it works. Bamiris Atal, Biyayim Aleph, the Pesach. Hu al Seder Tashrak. As I showed you. Tain, Laratzais, Shiseni. Tal, Tain, Laratzais, Artsach. Ad Ayuma. The last words are Ayuma, Asherisata, Katsain. Onna, Tothik, Laratzain, Betal. So you're working your way backwards from Tav Shin Fahainu, and that is Kiya Oisiyos Beseder Tashrak Hem Bechach Mastima. 
this order of, of Tashrak, Tafshin, Reish, Kuf, going backwards, the letters that work that way are in Chachmas That's where you have the letters working backwards. You know where else you have that? Where, you, where we, we say Aleph Beis, but we say them backwards? Shabbos by Musaf. In the middle blessing in the Shabbos Musaf, you say, Tikanta Shabbos, Ratzisa Karben Aysel. Do you realize what you just said? Tikanta is tough. Shabbos is Shin. Ratzisa, Reish, Karben You're working, the letters of the Aleph Beis are mentioned, but they're mentioned from the back going the other way. So in Eitz Chayim, he explains, because that's when we're connecting to this level called Chachmas Dimo. Bekavanas Tikanta Shabbos. In the Tekavanas of Tikanta Shabbos. Ube Mishnes Chasidim. Also look and say for Mishnes Chasidim. Besechtes Shachris to Shabbos. In that tractate of Shachris to Shabbos, Perik Yod, Mishne Dalet. Ube Likuti Torah, Ba'abir, Al-Pasik, Achri Hashem, Alekechem, Teilechu. Sif Dalet, Ayin Sham, look over there. Vitama Demil, so what's the reason? Why that when in the level of the concealed Chachma, which we said now, the first day of Pesach, is that element of Keser of the concealed Chachma. Why are they in the, in the, in the order of Tashrak? Because the level of Chachma, even though it's in Keser, which Keser is generally all Rachamim, since the whole point of Chachma is to serve as a transition between the Or Makif, and this is the beginning of the spherot, which are going to be Or Pnimi, internal light. So this is kind of like the, the, um, the, um, the uh, what is it like when you have a, 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 a uh, not a trans, a tra- a, maybe a transmitter, not a transmitter, not a transmitter, a, a thing that, sh- a converter, it, it, it's in, in electric, there's something called a, it's something that's switching. It's turning it over. So this is taking the Ormakif and, and, and creating the ability for there to be an Orpanimi, and that requires big symptom. That's where the Gevura of Atik, of, of the higher level, as we spoke earlier. The way the letters work from Gevura is that they work First, they're more than they're less, because that's what the Gavur is. Gavur is saying, let's keep the wealth over here and give less and less and less and less. Gavur is makes, makes the line thinner and thinner and thinner. You're going less. If you're going from Aleph Bey's Gimel, you keep on adding. From, first, you have one, then you have two, then you have three. Here, you're starting with 400, 300. You're going less. Veraya. And what's the proof? What's the proof that in the in the in the world of Gevura, you go from more to less? We know there's a big machloikas between Shammai and Hillel on on Hanukkah. We all know that the mahadrim in a mahadrim, the best way of doing the mitzvah is to make every day the amount of candles uh, to 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 indicate the change in Hanukkah. The first. Right, so there's eight days. So one day you're going to light one candle, but one day you're going to light eight, eight candles. But there's an argument between Shammai and Hillel: which one is going to be the first, the one candle, and which one is going to be the eight candles. Our minog is like Hillel: we start the first night with one, second night two, we increase. Shammai says you do the opposite. He was of the opinion you start with eight, 
Because the first day you still have eight days. Comes the next day, you only have seven days left. You'll, so Shammai is always seeing the cup half empty. So he's looking, he says, Oy vey, we drank up already, we have already one day. It's like Han- Hanukkah is one of those Yom Tavim that is like the, it's like goes by so fast before you know, say, what happened? How did that, how did it end up already the seventh, eighth night? It's like, see, a Yom Tiv that you don't go to work, it doesn't go so fast. But Yom Tavim that you work, it's like before you know it, it's over. So Shammai is, has that attitude of seeing it less and less. Hillel says, wow, we had already two days Hanukkah, we had already three days Hanukkah, so much energy, so much holiness. Shammai is saying, Oy gewalt, we're losing the days. It's coming less and less. But al Kopanam, what do you see from here? We know that Hillel and Shammai, Shammai is the strict one. Hillel was always very, so Hillel is chesed, Shammai is, is gevurah. And, and what does Shammai say? You go from more to less. So you see from there that gevurah works from more to less. In general, we said before that both Pesach, Sukkis, and Lulav, which are the three mitzvahs that are called Rashes, they all associate with Keser, because Keser is called Rashes. But Pesach is connecting to the Chachmestima of Keser. Therefore, we say the poetry, I'll say their tashrak. We say it with tashin reish kuf. Okay, that's that. Once we've now established that what? That Pesach is keser, revelation of keser. But what element of keser? The Indian of moichin, moyach stima. The brain in the skull, not the skull. Not even the ear that's around. Remember we said, there's the skull, then there's the ear, space, and then there is the brain. So the brain is already the source of Or Pnimi. That's why he says all the mitzvahs of Pesach are all eating. All the mitzvahs. Every mitzvah you do Pesach by the Seder is all eating. What's the, what's the idea of food? Food is Or Pnimi. You're taking something in, you're digesting it, it's becoming part of you. You're internalizing your food. Unlike garments, which surround you from the outside, food is something you take in. They're all eating. We have to eat. And even in the mitzvahs that we don't do, what's the mitzvah? What's the prohibition? Don't eat chametz. And don't eat chametz. You have a mitzvah to drink. Achila v'shtiya, eating and drinking. Shem b'chinas mazayin. That's all nourishment. U'b'chinas or p'nimi. This is an internal light. V'hainu chachmas t'ima. This is the whole concept. Chachmas t'ima is the shoyresh, is the beginning of or p'nimi. Shu'b'chinas p'nimi, which is p'nimi, k'moy shekasa b'eitz chayim shar erech an pin perek da'u. U'b'lekuti toira b'abiyah da'achrei anal sivdal ayin shal. Now another gishmake in you. V'chol... We know when we say Pesach, we say, Pesach zusha'anu'aychlem, by that God. This, this Pesach that our fathers ate, not that we don't eat, we, hopefully this year we'll be able to say that we eat, but the Pesach that, al shum, on what? Al shum ma. Why do we eat it? Al shum ma, for what, we're asking, for what's the reason why we eat it? Al shum ma. In Chassidus it says, when we say al-shum ma, it doesn't mean al-shum ma for what? Al-shum, we're eating it because we're connecting to the energy of ma. 
Ma, we know one of God's names is Gematria 45. Yudke Vavke has four, primarily four, is more actually, but the ones that are primarily mostly spoken about are the four different ways of the Miloi, which give you a Gematria of something else. So one of them is 45. When you fill, when you fill the hay, <coughs> when you fill the haze with olives, you get 45. Because the two haze are both six, so that's 12. The Yud is 20, Yud, Vav, Dalit. So Vav and Dalit are 20. <coughs> and then the Vav is Vav, Aleph, Vav. It's 13. So 13 plus 12 is how much? 25. Plus 20 is 45. So there you go. So Yud, K, Vav, K. So we're saying Pesach, and each one, so what are we saying? We're saying that when we're doing Pesach, Matzah, and Maror, Al Shum, we're connecting to the name Yudke Vavke Shum Ma. For the, we're absorbing the Ma. Now, what's Ma? The name of Ma is the name of God when there are Eurois Pekelim. Bechlal, the name Ma, dominates the entire world of Atsilas. Which the world of Atsilas is what? Eurois Pekelim. Internalized life. The Oiris Makif and they have different <coughs> different names. But the Iker Inyan of Oiris Pekel and Shema. Kumai Shaimrim Pesach Zal Shema. Shema. The Chaim Matzazusha Anu Oichlim. Al Shema, we're eating it for the Ma. Morazasha Anu Oichlim. Al Shema, we're eating Shema. The Ainu, Pchena Shema, that's the name Ma. Kumai Shakasa Besidder, Bepirish Agada. Look in the Siddur, Bepirish Agada. Vahain. Machachmastima. It comes from the level of Chachmas the concealed Chachmas. Shesham hu In Chachmas is where the origins of Shema, that's where the name Ma is in Chachmas Timah. K'mosh He says, see in Eitz Chaim. Shar Erech Ampim Perek Dalet Anal. Look in Shem, Shar Erech Ampim Perek Dalet Anal. Over there he brings this idea that which name, remember I said earlier that Eitz Chaim described that in Keser, there's three parts. There's the Galgoyles, that's the Keser, Shebe Keser. There is the Avira, the ear, and then there is the Moyach, the brain, the Moyach Stimo. So he says like this, in Eitz Chaim, and I'm not going to look it inside, but it's Mamish, it's clear words over there. He says like this, <coughs> he says, in the Keser, Shebe Keser, he says, you have Yud Vavke, but the Yud Vavke <coughs> is, is, is <coughs> over there, it's Hey Yud. It's Milu Yudin. Gematria 72. Is the shame Ayin Beis is in the Galgalta. Is in the Golgolas, the skull. In the Avira, in the air, in the space, is the shame Samach Gimel, the name 63. Also Milu Yuds, it's just that the, 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 the Vav is spelled Vav Aleph Vav, instead of Vav Yud Vav. And then he says, in Moyach what, which name of Yud Vavke is there? Shema. So since Pesach by night, what are we eating? All the mitzvahs, since it's the energies. He said earlier, It's all the gilu of Moyach Stima, Moyre the great fear. So therefore, we're, therefore what name? That's a, we're connecting to the name Ma. So therefore we say, Now he says. In that pre-Yetzchayim, he says that in each one of these of these three levels, there are three madregas in each one. And that's why he says each one has three havayas, three yud kevavkes. So there is yud kevavke equaling 72 
three times in the Golgalta, three times in the Avira equaling 63, and three times in the, um, in the, in the, um, three times in the Moicha, Moich Stima, also equaling uh, 45. And he explains the differences between them because they're different Nekudas. Even though it's the same letter, so it equals 45, but why do you have to have three? It's different Nekudas each time, so that will make it different. It's a different energy. But the three of them comes out because there's three. So Pesach by night in which we are now mamish connecting to the Moyach Stima. How many times do we say Al Shumma? Three. Three mitzvahs. Pesach Al Shumma. That's the one Yud Kevavke from that level. Moroyer Al Shumma. And Matz Al Shumma. Each one. These are the three Maz. Following? The... the <coughs> We can say, the Pesach, the Matzah, the Murr, the three times Ma of Pesach and of Matzah and of Murr, these are the three th- things we say in the Yogodim. These are the three times Shem Ma that are I can't tell you what they are or what they mean, but this is the idea. It says in Eitzchayim. Or he says, I have another way of giving you where you have the three mas. Instead of Pesach Matzah Matzah itself, the word Matzah, is Gematria three times Ma. Because what's three times 45? 135. Three times 45 is 135. Now let's take a look at matzah. Mem and tzaddik is 130. Plus, hey, matzah is three times ma. Because matzah itself comes from the power. And the whole union of matzah is flat. What's ma? Ma means what? Bittel, another. Matzah is flat. It doesn't have an ego. Oh, and that's why. Oi, ori. First of all, matzah itself has the three ma's inside of it. Because the word matzah itself is gematria 135. Which is three times the word ma. Oi, Masha Mesadrin Allah Ka'ora Gimel Matzis. On the on the Kara you put three matzis. So the three matzis themselves are the three mas. So earlier he said maybe it's the Pesach, the Matzah, and the Mara, the three mitzvahs of food that we eat. But now he's saying that in the matzah itself, either matzah, the word matzah is three times ma, or we tackle put three matzis. And that's what we're connecting to Pesach by night. This will also explain why the Yidin went out of Egypt and what did they do? We came out of Egypt with tremendous wealth. Basically, that's, not, that's, the, that's the day we all hit the lottery. And one day, from darkness to light, we suddenly went boom. And what is the great wealth? We know that the panemius of the great, of the money that we made, was the Nitutse Kedusha, <coughs> the sparks of holiness that we elevated. are the sparks from the world of Tayu, the sparks of fallen sparks, Shenoflu Bishvira, that fell down during the collapse. Viyardul, the primordial collapse. Viyardul Mitzrayim, they went down to Egypt. The power of Bira, we learned about this many times. The power of elevating sparks is in the Torah. Generally. 
We know that the power to elevate the world and to sort, sort out the klipa, push away the klipa and extract the good of something, how do we know? How do we do it? Through the Torah. Torah tells us exactly. This is kosher, not kosher, separates bad from good. And Torah is chachma. So it says in Zohar, b'chachma is biridu. In order to do a birur, it's through the power of chachma. Why? Because the whole power of klipa is what? Inflate itself. Yeshus. Chachma is the power of what? Of being battled to Hashem. To Hashem's ratzim. Total nullification to God. Koyach. What? And what's Koyach ma. The power of, of power of ma is the koyach of chachma. Which does the birur. So that's the power of Torah. Power of Torah to do a birur. Now, before Matan Torah, we, we, couldn't, we didn't have the Torah in the world to do the birur. But we did through our labor and through the hard work, we did also a birur in the world. When was it fully revealed? Pesach by night, because that's when there was a giluya of Chachma. But we, in some in some memorum of Chassidus, it says that when we say Bechachma is Beridu, that we do a bitter in the world through Chachma, it says in, in Chassidus that it's not the revealed Chachma that does the bitter, it's the concealed Chachma. Bechachma stima is where the Birudim are, the power from where the bitter comes from. Why, what, where, and when, I don't remember the explanation. I remember learning it in the past, but I didn't get a chance to get to <coughs> look that up before the shir today, that the koyach of birr is not even from revealed chachma, but from the concealed element of chachma. But in any case, Pesach by night is the time of the hisgalos of what? Of chachma stima, of the concealed chachma, which is what? Chachma shebekeser. Ekiyudua de b'chachma is beridu, when it says chachma, there's a birr, shekoyach chachma stima. Goes it goes on the concealed Chachma. And that's, that's why that was the day of the ultimate extraction. And therefore, when we took spiritually out the sparks, automatically we took already out the wealth from Mitzrayim. And since the first day of Pesach, Chachma was shining. Over there is where the Nitzutzim of Toyu get Nizbader. That's why they were able to go out with Ruchush Gadol. Now he adds another Gishmakathi. This will also explain why Yitzchak's birthday is Pesach. From all the Avais, Yitzchak is born on Pesach. Ayin be Medrash Rabbe, Vayera, Perik Nun Gimel, Saifsim Vav, look at Medrash Rabbe, Vayera, Ube Medrash Rabbe, Pekude. It says the reason why the Abishta waited for Chaydesh Nisan. And he didn't have the Mishkan built before Chaydesh Nisan. Is the Abishter wanted to wait for Yitzchak's birthday? And and Yitzchak's birthday is in, in Pesach, but already on Rosh Chaydesh Nisan, it's already the beginning. Of this. So God, the joy of Yitzchak's birthday, the first Jew that was born, Yitzchak as a Jew. So the Abishter, so that's why the Abishter said delayed the Mishkan, even though it was finished on Hanukkah already. They didn't put it up until until the first day of Nisan. Perik non What's the Shaykhs? What are we saying now? Ki Yitzchak hu gvura da'atik. We know Yitzchak is gvura. But he's which level of gvura? The gvura of keser shebechach mestimah. Which is where? We said earlier, chach mestimah is the, is, the, is the converter from or makif to or penimi. And, and in order for that, you need to have powerful levels of what? Of contraction. Of gvura. That's called gvura da'atik. And the gvura of atik that's in chach mestimah, that's why Yitzchak is born there. Because that's his Indian. He comes into the world of that. This is also It was Pesach by night when Yitzchak told Esau to go hunt. 
And then Yaakov came to him. It was Pesach by night. Which bracha did he give him? Tal. Who is the one who's giving the blessing? Who's giving the blessing? Yitzchak is giving the blessing. Why is he giving the blessing? Because Yitzchak, it's his birthday. It's his energy. He comes from Moyach and, and that level we learned earlier is also called Tal. That's why the first day of Pesach we bench Tal. That level is called Tal. Tal de Bedulcha. Moyach is called the crystal Tal. And Yitzchak got But what did Yitzchak do before he brought down the Tal? Just like we, what do we do in order to access this great light? We do mitzvahs associated with eating. We eat the ma energy. We eat the three mitzvahs, the matzah, this, which is all <coughs> enabling us to connect. To, 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 to connect. And the next day, what do we do after we eat the mitzvahs? By night, we eat the mitzvah. We eat all these, all these powerful things. We release these energies into our soul. We wake up the next morning not even knowing that we're now not even in this Kashmistika world. We're in Moichen Stima. We're up there. That's why that's when we can bench Tao. We can daven for Tao. Because we, we, we connected to such a high place. So Yitzhak did the exact same thing. What did he do before he benched him? He ate. First of all, the fact that he's eating. Eating is what? Or Pnimi. But what did he eat? Two good goats. Young goat. And bread. And he drank wine. So he said that's a whole Seder. He had everything on the Seder plate. Whatever he needed on the Seder. Yitzhak had a Seder. It says clearly in the Pasuk. She gave Rivka, prepared the bread. And the delicacies that she made. Probably some good charoises and the like. And it says, He brought him wine. It was on Pesach. The two goats were for Pesach and for Chagiga. Because we know in the time of the Beis Amigdosh, they would bring in addition to the carbon Pesach, they brought another sacrifice. Because you're supposed to eat the carbon Pesach when you're not hungry. On a full, on a full, on a, you're not overly stuffed, but you're full already. So they would bring a carbon first to eat the regular, the meat, and then on top of that, they ate the carbon Pesach. Because the blessing of Talu is from the concealed Chachma, which is where the eating takes place. And another. It's very strange. We always know that the, the, when you're giving a blessing, you should evoke which name? Midas Arachamim. Either Midas Chesed or Midas Arachamim. That's the flow. So you should have said, Vyitan Lacha Kale. Kale is Kale Hashem Vayor Lano. It's Chesed. Chesed Kale Kalayim. Should have said, Vyitan Lacha Havaya. Yud Kevavke. Vyitan Lacha Eloikim. Because Yitzchak was drawing from his source. And the source over here is Eloikim is in Chachma. The origins of origins of origins of Shem Elohim is in the Gevura of Atik Yomen. That is enclosed in Chachmastima. Tala de Bedulcha. This is this crystal Tal. This was revealed on Pesach. So that's why Yitzchak gave these brachas. And the two, in the two goat, the Pesach and the Chagiga. Kemoi, why is it Kemoi? Because a carbon Pesach, I think you can. Can you bring it Menaizim or only Menakavasim? I think carbon Pesach you can only bring from sheep, not from goats. But Yitzchak, this is before Matan Torah. Maybe you could bring from goats, I'm not sure. Um, but in any case, it was like the carbon Pesach and the Chagiga. Well, it wasn't done in the base of Mikdash, but it was. 
Vahalechem, and when he brought him bread, what kind of bread did he bring him? Matzah. Hu alechem the matzah. This was matzah bread. Vahayayin, and what was the wine that he gave him? Hu ayayin the dalit kaisis. This was the wine of the four cups. I, the Rebbe's father says, Why didn't, if he's if he preparing him a whole <coughs> say the plate, why didn't he bring a murder? Simple answer, he didn't bring a murder because then he would have known that's Yaakov. <laughs> <He's> bringing, <laughs> he would have busted him immediately. So why didn't he bring him the murder? Yashloimer, murder, meridus. Yitzchak doesn't need murder. Murder is bitterness. Yitzchak has enough gavur on his own. So you don't have to bring that. Yitzchak himself is the murder. That's what he's saying. Yitzchak is the intent. Murder represents not bitter, but it's intent. It's, it's bitter, but it means intensity. Yitzchak is Mr. Intensity on his own. He says, Ki, me, me, no, Rabbi Intensity. Merida is pchenes gevuda is who pchenes Yitzchak atzmai. That's Yitzchak himself. Ve'emoya maybe murder. And if he would have added to Yitzchak murder, that would have been hoyetoykif adin beyoyser. It would have been too much judgment. And it would have interfered with the blessing. So no murder, but everything else on the Seder plate was brought. But if so, you can ask the question, why did he bring wine? Wine is also din. Wine is red. It's also judgment it's on the left side. Wine is on the left side. Wine is from Gevura. But we know that it says, the Zohar says that he mixed it with water. So that means it's not such intense Gevura. He put water into it. He poured water into the <coughs> into the wine of Yitzchak. Nimtza comes out in the Pesach. What did we say before? What's Yom Rishon? Rishon is always referring to Kesser. But in Kesser itself, what's Yom Rishon? Shakai Yala Kesser. It's referring to Kesser. It's the it's the it's the lowest level in Kesser Pesach. Which is the Chachmastima of Keser. It's the or Pnimi, all the mitzvahs that we do are eating, and so on and so forth. Now we go to the next thing. He's, he's explaining the Gemara where the Gemara says, yeah, Bishar in the in the merit of three Rishains, we 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 we, we the three Rishains. The merit of the three Rishains are keeping Pesach, first day Pesach, first day Sukkis, and first day Lulav. That's what he says. Even though it's the same day, but they're called two Rishites. In the merit of that, we destroy the children of Esau, which are called Esau, which are called Rishites. We are Zoichet to the Binyan Beis Amigdash, and we are Zoichet to Shemay Shel Mashiach. These are the three things. All three are called Rishites. So he's drawing the parallel and explaining what's the connection of Epinemius and Yana. So Pesach, we have, we know so far what Pesach. We don't know, you know, why that's connected yet to the, to the overcoming of Esau. He didn't explain that. But we know what the Rishite of Pesach is. It's the Moyach Stima of Kesem. Now, now we're, go, we're switching and we're going now to the first day of Sukkis. This is the Gilgoyles. Galgalta is the skull. Now we're getting to the skull. Galgoyles is already an encompassing light. And that's what the mitzvah of Sukkah is. We become encompassed by the Sukkah. Right? This is Sukkah. The whole idea of a sukkah is it's you're going into the sukkah. Not only you're going in, it's not, it, it's not even like a, a garment that goes around you. It's a house. It goes around all, everybody together equally. This is why the mitzvah of sukkah is a zecher 
to the Anane Yaakovid, to the clouds of glory. Sha'anane Yaakovid, the clouds of glory, we're in the merit of Aaron. Now, Aaron is what? Aaron is a man of kindness, extreme kindness. He's Kayan Gadol, he was Oyev Shalom, Verod of Shalom. You never heard a harsh word from Aaron. Aaron was most mellow, most chill type of a person in the sense of the opposite of Yitzchak Gevura. Aaron is Chesed. But Anan Shu is going to explain the connection. Anan Shu Pchenas Makif Galgalta. First of all, it's an Onan. <coughs> and an Onan, that's the Gogolas. It's Makif. And it's in the merit of Aaron, who is a man of Chesed. Fahainu. Because what's the energy in the Gilgoylas? What did I say? What did we say earlier? The Gevura of Atik is mislabish in the Moach stimo. The Chesed of Atik goes into the Gilgolas, into the Gilgolas of Erechanpin, into the skull. Chesed the Atik shebegalgalt. Iki yidua as it is known, and we know that Sukkis, the whole energy of Sukkis is Chesed. The Besukkis upchenes ki govar oleinu chastoi. Hashem has increased upon us what. His chesed. Hainu chesed da'atik. Chastoi. His chesed. Chesed da'atik shebegalgalt. And we don't say ki govar bitoicheinu chastoi. We say ki govar oleinu. Oleinu means upon us. Because it's a, it's a makif. Oleinu dafk. Shaleinu b'chinas ar makif. It's an ar makif. Vahainu chesed da'atik is the chesed of atik. Zeu chastoi. His chesed. That's in, in the Golgola. It's upon us because it's a Golgolas. The Golgolas is an Armakif. The Yesh now we can say. Just like I said earlier, that in the shame, in the name of God that's in, that's in the Moyach Stimo, it's the name Ma. And, 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 and the name Ma is repeated three times. That's why it's three times Ma. I told you earlier from the Itzchayim that in, in the Galgolas it's, it's the shame Ayin Beis, which Ayin Beis is Gematria Chesed. Ayin Beis, 72, is the same Gematria as Chesed. So in, in, in the Galgolas is the shame of Ayin Beis. And there too it's three times. He says in each one it's three times. So by Sukkis it says also three times Sukkis in the Pasuk. In the, in the Pasuk where it tells you to sit in the Sukkah, it says three times. That's where we have minimum of three walls. Basukkis, Basukkis, Basukkis. The three elements that are in the Gagoilis, over there he explains, just like he explained three levels in Moichen Stima, there is also in Galgolas also three levels. These are the three times. Now, okay. It says three times the word Basukah. You should sit in the Sukkah, in that Pasuk. Now the third one. What's the third mitzvah that we do that's called Yoim Rishon? Is the mitzvah of Lulav. Is the mitzvah of Lulav. And Lulav Now when we take a look at the mitzvah of taking the four species of the Lulav, It's not a makif. You're not... The four minim don't surround you, even though you shake it in all directions, but it's not a makif like sukkah. But you also don't eat your esrog. You can eat it after sukkah, but during sukkah, you don't eat your esrog. It's, it's not 
a mitzvah like eating, which is Pesach, Matzah, Mar, which are all mitzvahs of internalizing, like we spoke earlier. Rak, what then do you do? We shake the minim in the air, into all directions in the air. What did we say? There's three parts in the, in the moichen. One is the brain, the other one is the skull, and the other one is the space between the skull and the, and the, and the brain, which is called avira the makif. It's, a, it's also a makif, but it's a, it's a lesser makif. It's a smaller makif, but it's called avir. So therefore, what do we do with the lulav? We're shaking it in the avir, in the, in the ear, okay? Hubchenas avira, which is the avir. V'zehu shal yedei nanuya haluyav nimshachadas. And that's why we also know that the whole Indian of shaking a lulav is laman das kolamay oris, is to get the das, to know, the, to know there's enoid movadoi. K'moshukasev emishnas chasidim, v'sechtes yemei mitzvah, v'sukah perikei, as explained over there, and many of my Mara Hasidists discuss the whole idea of why sukkah, why lulav is the whole idea of getting das. Look over there, it's all about getting the das. Why? Here's an interesting thing. The, the, this, uh, as I told you right in the beginning of the class, that the concepts we're learning today, it's just uh, perfect in terms of the symmetry is unbelievable, but to really understand these in Yanim, you have to learn a whole, 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 whole lot of Hasidis to get an understanding of what these in Yanim really mean. But today it's just for the, uh, for the uh, symmetrics. And, 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 and. So what do we have over here? <coughs> so it says like this, Atik Yoimen is really still ain't self. But in Atik Yoimen still we, different, we, we, already, we already detected that there is a Chesed da Atik and a Gevura da Atik. And where are they mislabish? The Chesed of Atik is mislabish in the Galgolas of Erech Ampin. The um, Gevura da Atik is mislabish, it's Gevura, in the Moich Stima, which is the Shoresh of Ur Pnimi, so it's a contract, Gevura da Ganyan. Now the space that's in between the, the brain and the uh, and the skull, even though in Madrega it's lesser than the skull, it's not Keser Shebe Keser, it's lower level. So it itself is a lower level, but it says that in that space it's mislabish in it, a higher level of Atik of Atik than is mislabish in the Galgolas, that is enclosed in the Galgolas and in the Mayhstima. What? The level of the three, the three, the fir- the first three of Atik. You see, Chesed and Gevura is already the lower level of Atik Yoyim. The first three is the Chabad of Atik Yoyim. And Be'ikr Das, the Das of Atik, which is really coming from a place called Reisha the Radla, Reisha the Loyasiada, a place that's utterly not known. Which ultimately, as you take it up higher and higher, refers to Atzmus himself, to the Abish to himself. And when we say, so the purest, purest revelation of Orin Soif is Dafka in that space, in the Aver, it's not pnimi. It's not completely makif. It's somewhere in between. It could now in the in the mimer from the Rebbe Rashad that I managed to glance a little bit before when I came before I came here. We learned before that moyach stima is the shoyrish, the shoyrish of chachma, but it's not chachma yet. It doesn't have any seichel to it yet. It's the koach of maskil. That's the koach of maskil. When you want to learn something, you, you know. You have a problem, it's the place from where Seichel comes from. But it's, say, 
It's not Seichel yet. It's the place from where Seichel comes. It's the producer of Seichel. So it's not defined yet by Seichel. But then there is something before that. What, what causes the Koyach HaMaskel to operate? What causes your Koyach HaMaskel? How do you activate your Koyach HaMaskel? Sometimes it happens out of nowhere, like Mamash just not concentrating on anything, and suddenly, boom, an idea falls into your head. But most of the time, it's your, you, you, you want to get it. So it's, there's Ratzin, but there's two things. There's a Ratzin that you want, Seichel. But a lot of times a person has Ratzin, 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 and they want a lot. I really, you buy a test. You're taking a test. And you really, really have a Ratzin, I have a Ratzin, and I really, really want to know, I want to know. And you know, nothing happens. Why does that happen? Because there's too much Ratzin. It's like when a person is like, I must get it, I must get it. You can't even. There's something else. It's the Das. Das is the focus. You have to be able to like focus your mind. You have to like, in a sense, quiet the Ratzin and act the yet. The Ratzin is behind. In other words, what's giving you the Das, the focus, is because you want to have focus. The, 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 the Ratzin is, you're, so let's see how it's working. You see, you see the stages of here? Kesser Shebe Kesser is the Ratzin. You have, you have a very, the very eye, the very person says, I want to know this. And then what do you do? You focus. That's the das of the... What kind of das we're talking about here? You're talking about of the pre-intellect. You're, not, you're talking about the das that activates your moichen. It's higher than chachman bin. It's still in a level of keser. It's just that you're focusing in into this area. And when you're zooming in, then the koyach hamaskil produces an idea. So you see how it's one above the other? Here's the keser, the galgalto. That's the ratzon, the will. Here is the das, which is your focusing in, and then the koach hamaskel, which is the source of seichel. So das is mislabish where the das of atik yoyimin is mislabish where in the avira, in the space between the moichin and the gilgolas, and therefore, and that's why. What do you gain by shaking the lulav? Not what you gain. What are you accessing? Since your this mitzvah connects to the avira in keser to the avir, which in that is mislabish das of atik yaman. That's why what's the, what's the whole inyan of dalad minim? I'm shachas das, because that's the source of das. So das the atik avira. That's the v'zehu and here's gavaldik. It says. It's a medrash. There's a pasuk in Mishlei. Shloim HaMelech said, I'm very smart. I know everything. But three, three things are a wonder to me. And four things I don't know. It's a pasuk. Shloim HaMelech says. In Mishlei. Shloim HaMelech Three things are a wonder to me. And v'arba lo yadatim, and four things I don't know. So the, the medrash darshans it like this: Gimel Hema, the three that are a wonder that I wonder about: Pesach, Matzah, Umar. V'arba lo yadatim, the four that I don't know: Elu Dalad Minim Shabalulav. These are the four Minim Shabalulav. Hey, hey, hey! This is Gavaldik. Shabikish Lamed Alem. He wanted to know them. Shloim Melech wanted to crack the code of these things. I don't know them. So the Medrash says simply what he doesn't know. Pre-8's Hadar, 
a, a, a very beautiful, a, 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 a fruit from a beautiful tree? <laughs> Who tells you when it's an Esri? There are many other beautiful trees. Beauty is in the Baha'i, in the eyes of the beholder. Everybody will say something else is beautiful. If you, I'm sure if you do a survey, what is the nicest fruit tree? You'll get different answers. Someone might say a kiwi tree. And also he goes through all the ones. Like why this one, why that one? Anyways, so what is he saying? It's amazing, he says. Every yid goes and runs and gets himself dalad minim. To thank God. It looks like in people's eyes, they look like small little thing, plants. By God, it's the greatest thing. Who told them? Who told the Jewish people what to get? The Chumash, the Chumash is talking more in mystery. The, the, the Chumash is talking in total riddles. Who? The Chachamim. Shem Esri Lula, Chachamim the Chachamim. Shem it says, Vehema Chachamim Michukamim. They are not Stam wise, they are wise, wise men. Chachamim Michukamim. Based on what we learned right now, we'll understand why. Pesach, Matzah, and Marer, he says, are niflu, they're a wonder. But on, on Lulav and the four minim, he says, Lo yedaitem, I don't know them. Why? What did we say earlier? Where does Pesach, Matzah, and Marer come from? The mitzvahs of Pesach. The Izgalos of Keser. But in Keser itself. See, in general, everything associated with Keser is a mystery. Keser is unknowable. The first real revelation of the divine is in Chachma. Chachma is Reishas Agiloy. Higher than Chachma, we don't know. That's why when it comes to the mitzvahs of Pesach and Dalad Minim, in general, Shleim HaMelech says, I thought I know everything, but this I don't know. However, in the not knowing, there's a difference. Pe- Pesach Matzah Mara comes from Chachma Stima. So the, on those things, he says, it's Nifla. Nifla means it's a wonder. I wonder about it. It's a Pela. But when it comes to the Dalad Minim, he says, Lo Yedaitem. I don't know. The reason he says I don't know is because what's, what's shining in, in, in Avira, in the ear, that's the meaning we said is a mitzvah you do in the ear. You're shaking it to all directions in the ear. What's shining in this level of Keser? We said before the, the Das of Atik Yoimen, which is called Reisha Delo Yada, the head that's not known. That means it's the unknowable essence of God. The unknowable of the unknown. That we call what we don't know. Radla. That which is not, that's not possible to know. So Shlomo Melech says, I don't know them. So it's interesting. From there you draw das. From that place you draw das. Even though the essential union of it is unknowable. Raksha, Vahainu, here. And Shehema Chacham, but who figured out what it is? The Chachamim. And the Chachamim are called Chachamim Mechukamim. What does that mean? The level of Avir. That's where Reisha Deloyes Yada, the level that's not known, shines over there. That's why I don't know them because they're from Radlaw. We're holding by the parentheses. 
which isn't the case on the three things of Pesach. Pesach, They're a wonder to me. Chochmas Timah is not so far removed. Chochmas Timah, who seichel hanelam, it's a concealed seichel mikol rayan, v'hainu shenifla memenu. It's way beyond Shloim HaMelech's mind, even though he's the highest seichel, but he can only conceive the revealed seichel, not the concealed seichel. As we said earlier, Moshe Rabbeinu was told, shtoik, be quiet, you can't get me on this level, you don't understand what I'm doing. And therefore they said, v'heimu chachamim mechukamim. Why? Because he says, Chachamim stam, stam chachamim, shorsham echachmestima. Regular wise men, they come from the concealed chachma, because that's where the source of chachma is. Chachamim mechukamim is that their spiritual source of their neshama is from the avir. And that's why they can figure out even that which is not knowable. Chachamim mechukamim, ayna avira, anikra, the zoyar, the eitz chaim refers, the zoyar actually refers to the level of avira. It's called Chachmasa Ila'astima. There's a level called Chachmastima, concealed Chachma. And within the concealed Chachma, there is Chachma Ila'astima. It's even concealed even to a greater degree. Okay, this is Gavaldi, but a little complicated. The rest gets very, 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 very easy and beautiful. So you got to hear this. On the simple level. Now, we say there are three things that are called Rishayim. Pesach, Sukkis, and Lulav. But the Biyoyim Rishayim of Lulav is the same day like Sukkot. It's not a different Biyoyim Rishayim. It's a different mitzvah. But we both do that on the same day. So is Yom Rishayim the Sukkot. goes on the Yom Rishayim the Sukkot. Within Sukkot... You take the lulav. <laughs> that makes perfect sense. You know why? Where is the space? The space that we're talking about in the head, it's under the skull. It's within the skull. So sukkus is the skull. And that's why the mitzvah of Dalad Minim is done within sukkus. If so, you're going to say, hold on, then Pesach Matzah Mar is also inside of that. So we should also do that in sukkus. It says, no. The Zohar, the, the, in Eitz Chaim it says, that between the skull and the ear, there's no krum, there's no membrane. It's the skull and directly the, the ear. Between the ear and the brain, there is a membrane, there's a hafzik. It's a, it's a different, it has a, it has a whole compartment. It's within a compartment within the ear, within the space. So that's why Pesach is done in a different time. But the mitzvah of, da, of Dalid Minim is, is done in the day of Sukkot, it's within Sukkot. And not only that, According to Kabbalah, according to Hasidus, you're supposed to shake the Dalad Minim in the Sukkot. Because it's, 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 it's one is within the other. That's what he explains over here. is within the Galgoilas. There's no Krum. Krum means a membrane. There's no Hefsik. For the level of Krum, there is an interruption of a Krum. And a Krum, a Da'avira, ki do as it is known. That's why it is the best way. Little lulav, a minav, b'toycha sukkah, inside the sukkah. K'mo shekasa b'sidir ad merzal. K'oy dem halal before halal. V'ayin b'mishnas chasidim sham b'roish perikeh. Ha'ayinu ha-sukkah hu galgalta. The sukkah is the gogoles. Canal. 
Va'avir shebetoich ha'sukkah. And more than that, it's not stop. The sukkah is the skull, and the ear that's inside the sukkah, that's that level of God's avir. It's mamash that ear. Hu avir shebetoich ha'galgalt. And in that avir is where you shake, you use that ear in that space, and in that ear is where you shake the dal of and that's where you shake the lulav and the mina. Haina ba'avira in the avira. Nimtza. Hashloi sharisha in the Pesach sukkah, the lulav and the lulav. Hem leneged da gimel reishim, correspond to the three heads. Chachmas dima, galgalta, avira. The hidden chachma, the gogoyles, and the avira. Now we're going to see the reward that each one gets. We're going to see the reward that each one gets. What does it say? Reward for, for Pesach. What's the reward for Pesach? We get rid of Esau. That's called Rishay. We destroy Esau. The reward for uh, a Sukkah is Beis HaMikdash. And the reward for the Lulav is the name of Mashiach. You got to see this. This is Gavaldi. That's why for the sake of these first three, Zachar and they merit the first, the, these three. To eradicate the descendants of Esau, the building of the base and the name of Mashiach, behind when that is as follows. We merit to eradicate the children of the descendants of Esau. is called Rishon. As it says, Esau comes out, he's called the first. Why is Esau called Rishon? He's not explaining. We know that Yaakov comes from the world of Tikkun, and Esau comes from the world of Toyu. And Toyu is before Tikkun. When Hashem emanated the world, He first emanated the world of Toyu, where the, where the vessels could not handle the lights, and it collapsed. Then Hashem contracted, and in His second order is Tikkun. So Esau is first. What does it mean, What does it mean, cutting down Esau's power? What does that mean? That Esau and his children will be lost. They come from the, from, the, from, the, from the shattered world of Toyo. Many sparks fell in. How do you cut Esau off? You extract the sparks. And the weakening of Esau. You do a beater in the Nitzutz. What did we say earlier? What's the Kayach of beater? Torah, Chachma is Beriru Chachma. That's why it's Tafka Negeya keeping Pesach, because Pesach is the mitzvah relating to Chachma Stimo. The Yoivdu Aklipas and the Klipas will be completely destroyed. Shem Esav Ezare, which is Esav and his children. Shem Yonku Vikiblu Chiyusam, they receive their Chayos, Mehem from them. Vahainu Ayyade Chachma Stimo, it's through the hidden Chachma. Sheba Chachma is Beriru. All Birurim happen through Chachma. The hidden chachma that does the beer in the sparks of Kedusha. And that is what elevates them to holiness. And if you elevate the sparks to holiness, and it, and it destroys the klipas. What did we say earlier? That Chachmastima has an element of Gvura to it. Gvura da Atik. Ha Gvura Vidin, the Gvurais of this level, who la'abedes Esav is Arai, to destroy Esav and his children. Ukumuvin. Now, Esav himself is also Gvura. He's red. 
Esav Ugam came b'chenes gevurais v'dinim. He's the un. He's the he's the perverted gevura. Shazal shenikra adamoni, and that's why he's called the red one. Ukrisasa. And how do you, how do you cut him down? Who are you? They gevura the atik shebechachmastima. It's through the gevurais of atik that we said earlier of atik yomen that are in the concealed chachma. Vayim b'ma'oyra or mareches kel zoyim ayin sham. Where there it explains the idea that Kael Zoyim, God gets angry to destroy the Klippas. This fits very well. What else happened on Pesach? Pesach wasn't only a time of godly, uh, divine kiss, it came with harshness. Paroy and his armies got destroyed. And all the Makas, they were all, even though they were given before Pesach, but they were all. From the concealed chachma, which is gevur and din, This was way back then when we went out of Egypt. In the future redemption, which we know is going to take place in Nisan, edom which is going to be from the Golos of Edom, which again is red gevura of Esav. Keep in Nisan nigalu. In Nisan we were redeemed. and in Nisan we're going to be redeemed. Al yadei. Oh, so that's that one. Now. Al Yadei Bayoim Arisha in the Sukkis. Now, through the merit of keeping the first day of Sukkis, Pchenes Galgalto, which is the skull, Zachul Abinya Beisamingdash. We're Zoichet Rebinya Beisamingdash. Why? Ha Beisamingdash u Pchenas Bayas. Beisamingdash is a house. Shabayas u Pchenas Makif. A house is an incarnation. Just like the Golgolas, the skull is a Makif. Same as also the base of English as a house, it's an encompassing energy. through the mitzvah of it reaches the supernal Gilgolas, the supernal skull. We merit the building of the base of There's also the makiv of Gilgolas. When we say put back up the sukkah. So we know Beisamidish is called a sukkah. Like it says, Vayhi Bishalom Sukkai. In peace is a sukkah. Vayachmois Kigan Sukkai. Where there it's spelled with a shin, but it's the same idea. Now, but this, 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 this is the best. But now, through the first day of the Lulav and its types, Pchenes Avira, which is the Avir, the holy ear, the space between the skull and the brain which is the third level, in which Das, the Atik, the level of Das, dwells, Zachol Lashmoishel Mashiach. We merit the name of Mashiach. So we have to say, what's the connection with Mashiach to this level? Mashiach, yesh, and we'll see why the name. Mashiach, Yeshloim Esharshem Avira. The Shoresh of Mashiach is from this special ear. Why? V'zeu shal Mashiach Nemar, about Mashiach it says, the Nacha Olav, it will dwell upon him, it will come down and dwell upon him. Ruach Hashem, the Spirit of God. And Ruach also means wind, which wind is ear. The Spirit of God will, re- will, 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 will dwell upon him. Ruach, and it says in the Pasuk, a bunch of times Ruach. Ruach Achmo Bina, the Ruach of wisdom. Ruach Eitzah and, and understanding. Ruach Eitzah Gvura, the Spirit of counsel and strength. Ruach Das Ve'iras Hashem. And the Ruach of Das, and fear of God, knowledge and fear of God. And the first time, it, this is three, but in the beginning it says, Ruach Hashem, so that's four. Hakob Chines Ruach. 
all ruach. But how many times ruach? Four. Corresponding to the four, for the four species, the esrog, the lulav, hadasim, and aramis. Shashayra olav chenes ruach, the ruach dwells upon it. Ruach hu avir, ruach is air. Vahainu avira, it's the level of avir. Here's another thing. Ayin b'medrish rabba, eicha, perik aleph, seif non aleph. Look in Medrash, an amazing Medrash. I spoke about it on Tisha B'Av this year. It says in the Medrash, Rab, it says that when, when the, when the Beis Hamidrash was destroyed, there was a Jew living far away, and he suddenly heard, heard a cow making a weird noise. And there was an Arab there. The Jew was plowing. That's what happened. The Jew was plowing his field. An Arab walked by, and he hears the cow make a weird noise. So he tells the Jew, undo the plow. What are you plowing? You guys are going into exile. He says, Why? He said, because the Beis Hamidrash was just now burnt. The temple was just now burnt. The Arab, I guess, had some kind of a sensitivity. So he was able to sense, and he told him, and that's why a cow made that noise. The cow just communicated that your holy temple was burnt. So why should you be plowing? You guys have no hope. You're going to be out of here for many, many years. And then a, a minute later, the cow, a minute, two minutes later, the cow made it again a noise. So the Arab tells him, okay, harness back the cow. Put it back on to the plow because Moshiach was born. That's what it says. So the man says to the Arab, can you show me where I want to go see Moshiach? I'm very curious. Moshiach was born, where is he? So he told him where in which, in which town he was born. So he goes to that town and he figures, how is he going to find... So I think he asked the Arab, how am I going to know which baby it was that was born? So he gives him a sign. In the market, something that you should do, whatever. Oh, all babies are wrapped in very nice clothing, but this baby doesn't have a nice... Something like that, he tells him. I forgot exactly the story. Anyways, he goes to the marketplace, and he decides to sell. He wants to speak to the mother. He's selling baby clothing. He, this guy wants to see Mashiach. And everybody's buying, but this mother isn't buying. So he says, how come you don't want to buy your baby a nice, a nice outfit? And she said, yeah, because he's my very unlucky child. She has Mashiach and she thinks he's the unlucky baby. She says he was born in the most, in the, he was born in the most darkest moment. The Beisam English was born when he was born. He reminds me of destruction. So I, I don't want to dress him nice. I have this, I have this dislike to this baby. In the end, whatever, he, he told her, yeah, I'm going to give it to you without paying. Give you, you'll get me money later. Then he came back a year later and he wanted to see the baby. And he asked what happened with the baby he wants to see. And the mother said, a wind, winds came and carried him away. The baby disappeared. The winds came and took him away. So it says specifically, winds so the Rebbe's, using, the Rebbe's father is using that to point us that Mashiach particularly is associated to the power of wind. It's an Eicha, in Medrash Eicha. He tells you exactly where. Eicha perek aleph saif nun aleph. You can look at Medrash Eicha. Asyin ruchin, winds came v'al ulin tanunene v'azlan lahoyin. The winds picked him up and took him away, Ayin Shah. The wind took Mashiach. Why did the wind take him? Because Mashiach is connected to the wind. Obviously, the Gemara doesn't mean it is simple. This whole story is 
the Medrash, this is all a cryptic story, but this is what it says. Another thing it says about Mashiach is that his power is going to be in smelling. He will have this ability to scent fear of God. The Moirech Vidoin, he's going to sniff, he's going to judge people based on sniffing them. He's not going to have to hear witnesses and everything. And that was the, one of the ways they wanted to check if Bar Kochva was Mashiach. The Chachamim said, can he judge people based on, on that? But he says that Reach, wind and, and scent is the same Indian. Because where, where is it when there's a scent, perfume scent, where is it? It's in the air. Reach, Veruach, who Indian Echad is one Indian. The Haina Avira, it's all an Indian of Abir. The Ayim Balukutu Tori Masla Dech Shemenechan Shem. And through the four minim of Lulav, Zoichim Lo Mashiach, where Zoichet to Mashiach, Shanema Boy Dalit Pamim Ruach. When Mashiach it says four times Ruach, Ruach Hashem, Ruach Eth, it's through the Dalit Minim, which we shake in the ear, which we're drawing down the energy from that level called Avir. And what is Mashiach going to bring to the world when Mashiach comes? The world is going to become filled with godly knowledge because that level of Avir is connected to Das. It says in the days of Mashiach, because Mashiach will bring the, the Deya, he will bring the Das from that place, from that Avir. Das is Hashem. Das This is the Das of Atik, Sheba Avira, that's in the Avir. And when is Mashiach coming is the one thing that no one knows. Because what did Shleim HaMelech say about the Dalad Minim? He said, everything I know, but these four Minim, these four spi- I, I don't know. Lo Yadaitim, I don't know them. Because it's a level of Das from a level called Reisha Yada, from a place like we spoke earlier, a place that you can't know. So this is one thing that remains a mystery. Eino Yedua does not know. V'hu ba'a Das. Mashiach comes when we're unexpected. V'ainu ki ba'avira meyer radla. Because in the level of Avir shines Radla, Reisha Delo Yisgalian. Canal B'Pirish Lo Yadaitim, I don't know. V'zeo She'eino Yoidua Eima Sayova, we don't know when he's coming. Uba Behesach he comes in a moment you're not, you're not, you're not thinking. B'Pchines Reisha Delo Yisyada, because it's coming from a place where you don't know. Sheba Avir. Oh, and why does it say, why does it say that we merit Moshiach? Why does it say we merit the name of Moshiach? So this is Gavaldik. The diktika loshin l'shmoi shel Moshiach, the name of Moshiach, l'shmoi davka. V'loyam al Moshiach. What does it say? That we merit Moshiach or l'biyas Moshiach or to the coming of Moshiach. Yashloima, we can say, kihine yesh dalit sheimos l'Moshiach. There are four names to Moshiach. The Gemara talks about a mesechta Sanhedrin daftzadik ches. The Gemara gives four names for Moshiach. Kedi isa b'Sanhedrin daftzadik ches. The very Rab Shila Amri. The yeshiva of Reb Shila said, there was a yeshiva belonging to Reb Shila. The yeshiva who learned in, in Reb Shila's yeshiva said, Shiloi Shemoi, that his name is Shila. They learned in Shila's yeshiva, and they said Mashiach's name is Shila. And the Stechemet says they were pointing to their Rebbe, saying that he's Mashiach, Shila. The reason why he's called Shila is because Shiloi presents to him. It says about Mashiach, that Atki Yavai Shilo, Mashiach is called Shila. The whole world will bring him presents. Okay. The yeshiva of Rabbi Yanai said, Yinoin, close to the word Yanai is the word Yinon. 
Yinon Shemoy. His name is going to be Yinon. Shenemar Yehi Shemoy Oilam. His name, we're talking about Imperic Ayan Beis and Tehillim. It says his name will be forever. Lefnei Shemesh in front of the sun. Yinon Shemoy. Yinon will be his name. We'll soon see the significance of that name. The very Reb Chanina Amrei. The family, the, the yeshiva of, Chani, of, 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 of Reb Chanina said, Chanina Shemoy, his name is Chanina. So we have, what are the names so far? Shiloh Yanai Chanina. Shanamana Shaloi Etana Chem Chanina. They will not give you a Chanina, which means we're waiting for Chanina to come. The Yesh Oimrim, some say, Menachem ben Cheskia Shemoy. His name is Menachem, the son of Cheskia. Shanamar, it says in the Pasuk, that Menachem who restores my soul is distant from me. That means the one who we're waiting for, waiting for Menachem to come comfort us. Good. So the Rebbe now puts into the Rebbe's father puts into a footnote here, not a footnote, in a parenthesis. Good. From the Pasuk, you know that Mashiach's name is Menachem. But how do you know that Mashiach's name is Ben Cheskia? It says, his name is Menachem ben Cheskiah. How do you know that his name is ben Cheskiah if, in the Pasuk it doesn't say a word about ben Cheskiah, it just says, Kirachik mi menu Menachem meishiv nashim. So the Debe Father says like this, Menachem meishiv nafshi, the first letters, the Rosh Tevis, Menachem meishiv nafshi, is mem, mem, nun. Mem, mem, nun is 80 plus nun, 50 is 130. Chizkiya. Let's spell, let's take the word chizkiya. You have a kuf in the middle is 100. Chesan Zion. Eight and seven is how much? Eight and seven is how much? Eight and eight is, how come on, you guys know math. I have to do math. Eight and eight is sixteen, and go minus one. But eight and eight and seven is how much? Fifteen. And then the end after the kuf, you have a yud and a hey chizkiyah. It's fifteen. A hundred and two fifteens is how much? A hundred and thirty. So Menachem Meishiv Nafshi, the Rosh Tevis of Menachem Meishiv Nafshi is a hundred thirty. That's chizkiyah. That's his father's name. And how do you know he's Ben Chizkiyah? Ah. Oh. The Soifi Tevis of Menachem Meshiv Nafshi. Soifi Tevis, the last letters. Menachem is Mem. Meshiv is Bez. Nafshi is Yud. Mem Yud Bez. Mem Yud Bez is how much? Mem is 40. Yud is 10. Bez is 2. No, it's 52. 52 is Ben. So he says in the words Menachem Meshiv Nafshi, you have Menachem Ben Chizkiyah. In the Rosh Tevis, you have Chizkiyah. Oh. So that's why Mashiach's name is Menachem ben Chizkiyah. In the words, in, in the words Menachem Meshiv Nafshi, which, the, which, which Chazal bring as a Pasuk, in the Rosh Tevis, in the first letters, you have the gematria of the word Chizkiyah, and in the Sofi Tevis, in the last letters, you have the gematria of the word Ben. Rosh Tevis means the first letters, and the Sofi Tevis means the last letters. That's gematria Ben, and that's gematria Chizkiyah. So we have There are four Deos in Mashiach's name. 
Now, I'm going to skip for a minute, and I'm going to come back to the parentheses. L'chola deyos emesen. And all the deyos are true. Ve'elo ve'elo divir le'kim chayim. Mashiach has all these names. Ha-ha. V'chola dalet sheim ois nir mezu b'shem Mashiach. Let's look at the word b'shem Mashiach. Mashiach, mem is what? Menachem. Shin is Shiloh. Yeah, that's true. Mem is Menachem. Shin is Shiloh. Yud is Yinoin. And Ches is Chanina. The four names that Chazal give is the word Mashiach. Mem is the first letter for the word Menachem. Shin is the first letter for the word Shiloh. Yod is the first letter for Yinon. And Ches is Chanina. These are the first four names that we have. Shem Rosh Tevis Menachem. Shiloh, Yinon, Chanina. Shem Rosh Tevis Menachem, Shiloh, Yinon, Chanina. V'zeu Sha'amah Lishmoy Shal Mashiach. We merit the name of Mashiach. Now we'll go back. Let's go back a minute over here. Ah, Yemedrish Rabbe Eicha. There's another, in Eicha it says that Mashiach's name is Tzemach. Or Vahavaya Shemoy, or his name is Yudke Vavke. His name is going to be Hashem's name. So the Rebbe says it's not a question. Because Tzemach, that's Menachem. It's the same gematria as Menachem. That's why the Tzemach Tzedek is called Tzemach Tzedek, because his name is Menachem Mendel. So Menachem is Gematria Tzemach, and Mendel is Gematria Tzedek. So that's Menachem Mendel. So Menachem and Tzemach is the same Indian. Ki ina yadeya de Tzemach shemoy, u'pchinas ikomoy yadeya de Menachem shemoy, k'nisu medrash rabbishom. The chushben and the dain, k'chushben and the dain, they have the same cheshben, they have the same. V'adeya da havaya shemoy, who, it's the same same numeric value. V'adeya da havaya shemoy, you are, this is Gavaldi. The name Yinoin, Yossi, just one word. The name Yinoin, what's the name Yinoin? The Marsha says that why is Mashiach called Yinoin? Because it's really the same word. Yinon is the exact Yudke Vavke. Because a He and a Nun on the Schalaf. He and Nun changes. Why? Because He is five and Nun is 50. And in the letters of the Aleph base, we know that the only two letters that don't have a partner are He and Nun. Meaning, let's take, let's take the Aleph base. Let's put Aleph on one side. And who, who do you put on the other side? Tess. Tess. Aleph and Tess equal 10. Ches on one, uh, uh, base and Ches. Uh, Gimel and Zion, Dalit and Vav. So He remains partnerless. Now let's go further. Chaf. And uh, you, you match them up with the, with the latter letters and you work them back. And the only one that remains without a partner is, is Nun. And that spells the word Hain. And that's why it says about the Jewish people, Hain Am Levadad Yishkon. The Jewish people don't need to have a partner. Hain. Hain Nun. These are the two letters that don't have a partner. So Hain and Nun are letters that are interchangeable. The word Yinon is Yud Nun Vav Nun. Let's switch the nuns with a hey, yud, k, vav, k. So really when the Medrash says that, Hashem, that Mashiach's name is yud, k, vav, k, it's the same opinion that his name is yinon. 
Because Yinon is Yud Kevavke, we just switched the Hays for the Nun because they're switchable. Okay? Um, there's another das in the Gemara Sanhedrin. It says that Mashiach is called the leper, the, the, the leper from the from the from the house of Rebbe because he The meaning of this is not That's his name, but rather that he suffers a lot. He, he suffers from pain because one of the things about Moshiach is that he goes through a lot of pain in his life like a leper like a person who has saras but that's not his name now there's one more day there that his name is David well it doesn't even mean that his name is David it means that he comes from David he comes from the house of David so therefore, <coughs> I know, Shebeschar netila sadalad minim, and the reward of taking the four minim, Shebelulim, Shebeyoyim erishon, which is in the first day of Sukkis, Yiskula adalad shemay shel Mashiach. We merit the four names of Mashiach, Shenikwe erishon, that's called erishon. The Yashloimar, we can say like this. Now he's going to explain it a little bit more Kabbalistically, just this last idea. Ois mem de Mashiach, the Mem of Mashiach, which stands for Menachem. Menachem Ubchinas Yesoid. That is related to the power of Yesoid. Ki Yesoid, who are Menachem Lemalchos. Yesoid is the one that comforts Malchus. Malchus is the one that's in Golos. The Shekhinah is in exile. Who comforts her, her husband, Yesoid. So therefore, the Mem stands for Menachem, because Mem is the Yesoid that comforts Malchus. Upidish ben Cheskio, and why is he called Ben Cheskio? Hainuki Emesai, oh, Yesoid ben Malchus, when can Yesoid go into Malchus? Shu Menachem, where he can comfort her, Kat Iu Betukfe, when he is strong. Kamashkazim, Mera Orma, Merechas Eisan, Ayn Shom, Ayn Shom, Merechas Boyaz, Ayn Shom, Vizel ben Cheskio. Shechesko Pidish Taikif, okay. In order there should be a Yichod between Yesoid and Malchus, there has to be a Chazaka, a Choyzek, in Yesoid. Right. So that corresponds to the lulav. We know that when we take the Dalad Minim, the lulav corresponds to Yesoid. Ois Shin, the Moshiach, the letter Shin of Moshiach, Shiloi, who Leneged Chagas, corresponds to the Chesed Gevur Teferis that's in Moshiach. Because a Shin has three, 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 three heads, three yods on the top. Each one. Chesed, Gevur, Teferes. So Chesed, Gevur, Teferes, then you have Yesoid. Ki Agimel Kavin Shebeshun Roimzem Al Chagas. The three lines of a Shin indicate Chesed, Gevur, Teferes. Fa'ayinlan Neged Agimel Hadasim. That corresponds to the three Hadasim. So you got Yesoid is the Lulav. You have the three Hadasim, that's the Shin of Moshiach. She Roimzem Al Chagas, which we know the three Hadasim stand for Chesed, Gevur, Teferes. V'chein kol hadas, and then each one of the myrtle branches themselves, who Meshulash has three. Each one has to have three leaves, three leaves, three leaves, the whole thing covered in three leaves. Ois yud de Moshiach, the letter yud of Moshiach, yinoin of yinoin, who leneged malchus, corresponds, basically saying it's the last seven spheroids. Chesed gevur teferos are the three hadasim. The lulav is is the Yesoid, 
The esrog is the yud. We'll see why in a moment. And the two aravas, they are netzach and hod. So you got all the seven spheros, and they all comprise Moshiach's seven powers. Um, um, one of the things about Malchus is that Malchus is always boils down back the moon for instance goes back just to a tiny little point that she grows so Malchus has the humility of a Yud like the letter Yud if we say that the Ois Yud represents Yud Kevavke remember we said the name is either Yinoin or Yud Kevavke because the Nuns and the Hay switch that Mashiach it says his name, Zeshma, his name is Havaya Tzitkenu. Yudke Vavke Tzitkenu. So he says it's not, when we say Havaya now, it's the Yudke Vavke of the name Ban. Remember we spoke earlier that there are four different Yudke Vavke can come out to different gematrias. Either 45, which is Shem Ma, either 63, which is Shem Samach Gimel, or 72, which is name Ayin Bez, and the name 52. The name 52 is the lowest manifestation of the Yudke Vavke. Even though it's a higher number than 45, it's still the lowest manifestation. And it's the name of the Yudke Vavke associated with Malchus, which is the most reduced light of Hashem. Malchus. It's the name of Shem Havaya of Ban of Malchus. How do you know that that's the Havaya? When Mashiach is called Havaya, how do you know? Maybe it's one of the other Havayas. No, because we're referring to him as Moshiach Tzitkenu. Havaya, it says in the Pasuk, Hashem Tzitkenu. You look in Pasach Elio, Malchus is called Tzedek. Shazel Tzitkenu, Malchus Anikra Tzedek, which is called Tzedek. Kamaim Tzedek, Malchus Akadisha, Tzedek is Malchus. Fahainlun Neged Esrog, and that corresponds to the Esrog. Sharoim is al Malchus. The Esrog is indicative of Malchus. The Esrig, the Esrig. We once learned the whole thing why the Esrig is Rome is to Malchus. Remember, we said we take when you when you take an Esrog and Lulav, you have seven types. All the all the all six of them are combined together, but the Esrig is separate. You just attach it because Malchus is separate. She's a you have the six spheroids. Malchus is. Stands on her own. You have to bring them together. Hinted to in the word oi. Remember, we learned the whole thing about oi. Oi is in Malchus, Aleph, Vav, and Elul. We learned the whole thing about it. It's really interesting. In any case, Malchus, the Esrig top. Now, one of the things about an Esrig is that Esrig is when Hashem created the world, He asked the trees that the, the, the bark, the tree, the wood of the tree should taste the same like the fruit. But the trees didn't listen, the earth didn't listen didn't obey the command and the earth thought it would be smarter than God they, it was the first uh, it was the first um, uh, environmentalists but they didn't want to listen to Hashem why were they environmentalists they said if, if, the, if, the, if the wood is going to taste the same like the fruit people are going to chop the trees down and you're going to basically ruin the environment you're going to lose the forests but you should have listened to God because God can take care of the forest. But they didn't listen. Besides one tree, the Esrog tree, if you eat the bark, it has a taste of Esrog. 
all other ones not. So it says like this, Ve'esra tam itza yopir yeshava. Its wood and its fruit is equal. So what does that mean? What did we say earlier? Which yutke vavke? Which, which yutke vavke is, is referring to Malchus? If Mashiach's name is yutke vavke, which one is the last one, the name of 52? If you look at the name 52, in every name of God, there is the outside letters, the main letters, and there's the hidden letters, the miloi. Okay, what makes 72 be different? Why, why is one Yudkei Vavkei? the same Yudkei Vavkei is 26, always. But the hidden letters are different, because if you fill, the question is what you fill it with. If you fill the, the hay with a, hay can be spilled, spelled hay aleph, or hay hay, or hay, or hay vav. So in shame ban, is when you fill the haze with another hay. When you do that, it's interesting, the number 52, the easy way to figure that out is, in 52, the main letters, the exposed letters, the outside letters, and the hidden letters equal the same amount. Why? Because 52 is 2 times 26. So yud kevavke is 26, and the hidden letters, inside the yud is a vav and a dalit, yud Vav and Dalit, that's another 10. So that the Hays remain the same. What are the Hays? Hey, hey. Each chart, so that's also. And Vav is also, when you do 52, you count the Vav, just the Vav, Vav. Not Vav, Yud, Vav, just Vav, Vav. So the Vav, you see? So what, is it, what do you have? The outside and the inside are totally the same. That's what it means. The fruit and its, and its bark are the same. Only in the Disyot Kevavke. In all the other Yudkei Vavkei, the outside equals 26, but the inside equals different. Uh, like 45, it's going to be less. The inside is, is, is less than 26. By 72, the inside, the hidden letters equal much more. Or 63, they equals more, more than 26. But they're not equal. That's different. So in Esrog, only the Esrog the fruit and its bark have the same taste means they equal the same. Um, they're equal. Or another thing. means as follows. Today's days when we spell Yud K Vav K, we spell it Yud K Vav K. We learned about this many times when Mashiach will come. The Vav of the Yud Kevavke will become a Yud. And that's why we say, Bayomahu Yiyeh. Hashem's name will be Yiyeh. Yud Ke, Yud Ke. Not Yud Kevavke. Fuwal derech shalo osedi Hashem havaya Yiyeh. Shaoiz vav deza Yiyeh bemadreges ayyud de chachma. Beis pamim Yud Ke, two times Yud Ke. Vezau eitzoi za opirye chachma shava. That the the tree, which is the wood, which is considered the Zeranprim, will be equal to Chachmo Fahainu. And that's why we said Havaya is Yinon. Same word, Yudke Vavke, same letter as Yinon. Yud Nun Vav Nun. But if you look into Hillim, you'll see an amazing thing. When it says about Mashiach that his name is going to be Yinon, we read it Yinon. But the actual letters in the Pasuk 
is yud nun yud nun yinin. It's red yinon. You look into. I checked it up in the siddur in the tehillim. Yinin. That's the kriya. Why? Because since yinon is yud kevavke, and since when Mashiach comes, it's not going to be yud kevavke. It's going to be yud ke yud ke. So the way it's written yinon in the in the in the tehillim is yud ke yud ke. The nuns are like the two hays. That's that. The last letter of Mashiach. Chanina. I'm sorry, Netzach Vahoid. Corresponds to Netzach and Hod. Which are the two Aravois. Ches is on Netzach Vahoid. Ches is indicative of Netzach and Hoid. Why? Because when you count Sviris, you have Chachma, Bina, Das, Chesed, Gevura, Tferes, is six, hold on. Chachma, Bina, Das, Chachma, Bina, Das, Chesed, Gevura, Tferes. Oh, so Netzach is seven. And Hoyd is eight. Body says, since Netzach and Hoyd are both always together, even Netzach can be considered the eighth one, which is the Ches. And Yisod is number nine, and Malchus is ten. So the eighth one is Netzach and Hoyd, because they're both considered a half a body. And sometimes they're considered only one sphera. They're not considered two sphera. So then why don't we count them both as number seven? I don't know. He says you count them both as number eight. Um... <laughs> they consider two halves of a body. So that's why we merit the name of Moshiach. Okay. This is mainly the part of the discussion that is pretty much understandable. After this, he gets <coughs> very, it gets pretty complicated, and I'm going to spare you the, the, uh, but this stands on its own. You can explain that this Medrash and Gemara is stated elsewhere differently, and he's going to explain exactly the three places of how this Gemara is stated, this idea in the merit of three. We merit three, how each one represents a complete different concept within this concept itself. It just goes to places that are very, 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 very... It's amazing, the meticulousness, how every detail fits and fits of fits. The same medrash can be stated in two places, and the reason why this medrash says like this and this one slightly different is because these are levels that they're connecting to completely different, and that's why it comes out in small light nuances in the differences in the way the medrash is stated. That's how he explains it later.